Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Black Power, BB48, my whole top, welcome to Feet on the Ground Radio. This is your brother, Born. You trying to get it in? Gonna open it up. Praise now, turn the glory to Garvey. Long as the spirit of Dr. Collins Abdul Muhammad. Praise Harriet Tubman, glory to Ida B. Wells, on the spirit of Sister Fanny Uhamer. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Thursday. Been trying to get it in, got a couple of questions for the family before we set it off, you know, just to just to clear the air on who we are and on feet on the ground. So exactly what our um our direction is, our directives and motives, you know what I mean, putting this thing together here. Um So, uh, with that being said, what's going on out there, Family Black Power? Right, be before you. Who we got? Who we got out there on the phone? We got. Let me get this thing together. Let me come up. Let me get my thing open. Peace, brother Juan. Just a cat. Hey, Sister Kay, how you doing today? Good, good. How's everybody doing? We're doing all right. Doing all right. Just setting it off. Let me get my chat room oh. open. All is peace. Queen of BB for Holy A to the family, Black Power. What's going on? Peace, King. Peace. Yes, Sister Kay, it's a pleasure to hear your voice. Uh, uh, oh, thanks. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. What's been going? What's been going on? I know you had a couple projects happening. How you, how you been? Yeah, good, good, good. Just um, still, you know, working on the same thing and just doing the homeschooling and um, working on my little consulting business. You know, with the debt collection, the debt well, debt collection defense that I briefly, you know, told you about. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, just helping out, you know, in any way that I can with, you know, different things going on. So that's about it. All right, all right. And, and tonight, I don't, you know, we don't know what direction the show going to go in tonight. We have a lot of things going on in the in the quote-unquote conscious community that has been disturbing. We want to just uh, make sure that people know the direction of our show and, and what we're really here to do. You know, uh, and what we're here for, and just uh, get some feedback from the audience, from the family members, and you know, just have a nice little lively conversation. But 
as I said, you know, feet on the ground. But we, you know, what we started out as and what we continue to be is a platform for us to uh, put forth information in an African first, second, and third manner. That being that, we we take a, the approach of listening to the direction that's been given to us by our ancestors. Excuse me. As we given to us by our ancestors, we um, we look to do diligent information. We look to our African uh, scholars first as authorities on our information. And um, what we'd like to do is just make sure that we have an archive of pertinent topics that the family can go through because what, because what we're doing here, this is, uh, you know, as, as somebody said, this is, uh, it's like a, uh, it's like a community call, <laughs> you know, it's like mm-hmm. a call. It's like a conference call. We just, you know, we want everybody to come in. Right. People who not African-centered. If you're not African-centered, we don't want you to come in. Why? Because there's enough venue for you to spread whatever you got to say and whatever you got to think. Enough venue for you to do that. And this venue, we don't want to hear it. We slant it and we we slant it hard towards us only. You understand? That's why we say it's African first, second, and third. Because in any race, normally you only give out medals for first, second, and third place. So we're taking all the places up. There ain't no places over here. For nobody else. You know what I mean? Not that we won't every once in a while take the time to see if you have something pertinent to say, but we're saying that this is not a platform where we will be discussing uh, information from a, uh, you know, from, from a, a view that, that we deem is unnatural. We all have our part in on that. So if somebody says something and, and somebody else is in disagreement with, uh, with the information, and you can show and prove that the information is, is not correct, then we don't have no problem with that. You know, some African friendly though, and we can move through things properly. But um, as I said, we're not here to entertain people in the mannerism of um, this is a this is a, a show like um, you know, it's not. This is not entertainment like what you what, you know what you hear on a lot of other shows. This is it's not going to be, um, you know, because nowadays in what you call the conscious community, it's a lot of debating, back and forth, back and forth. Now we already said we don't need to debate, and we don't got rid of several um, co-hosts and things of that nature because of that. You know what I mean? People come, people go. But we will stay focused on who we are and what we come here to do. And that's to bring you the, the best information that we can that will free your mind away from these uh, chains, these mental chains of slavery. You know what I mean? And that's what, it is. like I said, that's our aims and goals, man, to free you from these mental chains of slavery. That's why we always refer to um, several key works that will always stay on the tip of our tongue 
and uh, one of them is the blueprint for black power. Something that every household should have, because like we said, you need to have um, we got to have some fundamental um, works going on inside our home. Right now, we're going over one of the other fundamental works, which is Chancellor Williams' the destruction of black civilization. This is what this Thursday has been for the last uh, six weeks. We've um, been dealing with Chancellor Williams' destruction of black civilization. And um, through through that work, we, at the same time, we're looking at the world and the work is just playing right into, you know, the actions that are going on right now. So this is why we, you know, this is why we say it's, it's such a monumental work for you to have is because it gives you the backdrop for why we are in the situation that we're in. You know what I mean? Not just who did what or where it happened, but why it happened. See, once you get the why, then you can start really changing it out. Just because you know the players in the game don't mean that you can change the game. But you got to figure out why you're playing the goddamn game. So with that being said, you know, uh, I'm thankful for all the co-hosts that we have. I'm thankful for all the callers who call in. You know, um, the co-hosts are excellent. You know what I mean? Um, even those even those who left, I'm not even going to uh, slight those who have left. But we left because of differences of ideology, because we, we refused to not be African first, second, and third. And that's the only thing that will, uh, you know, put you outside the bus. It's not, we're not going to never take and just close the door to the African. But, you know, when you decide that you no longer want to be African, then you're making that decision for yourself. So that puts you at odds with us, because when you're not African, then that puts you on the other side of the fence. You know what I mean? Because it puts you into the realm of being one who is taking advantage of the African and, and placed us in, the, in this situation where right now we fight against this oppression and this mental goddamn slavery and servitude that we've been handed down. And handed down through the likes of those who look like us but don't have the same mindset. They want to stay with the beast. So, uh, you know, I'd like to thank all of them for, for being on again. And, uh, you know, Black Power be 48, man. What's going on out there tonight? I wait for the, uh, you know, we're waiting for everybody to uh, head on there. But what's going on out there tonight, Brother Rahe Ru? I don't know if that's just for me on the line, if it is, uh, but be 48. All is rough, and there got some background noise. I'm up now. I'm up now. Oh, all right, all right, no problem. No problem with that. But um, as I, you know, as I put inside the uh, inside our group, you know, something that is seems very disturbing to me right now has has become even more disturbing and more alarming is this new push of the um, new Black Panther Party under the um, face of Dr. Khaled Abdul-Muhammad, where the new um, hashtag is Cubs of Khaled. <coughs> Excuse me. And me personally, after, uh, you know, after having conversation with Automatic, 
Rebaba automatic attorney at war excuse me, the elder, and um, have a conversation with him and listen to the details that he gave, that he was privy to in the dealing with, in the dealing, all the happenings that went on around the assassination of our great shining prince, Dr. Khaled Abdul Muhammad. Um, I recently just seen another post where it's being pushed and one of the members of the New Black Panther Party, above Sean Pauline, he uh, posted a a picture of Dr. Collin and uh, you know just several several words that were you know in, in light of if anything had ever happened to him and things of that nature. You know what I'm saying? And so um, you know I came on and I'm like yo you know. The words that you posting about college, and I'm, what I'm gonna do is, what I'm gonna do is, give me one second. What I'm gonna do is, I'm gonna read it because I don't, I want y'all to know exactly what what was said and why tonight there's got to be slaughterhouse Thursday. And you're gonna get into a couple of different other things, but there's something that I seen. Hmm. All right. Listen, right. Now, this is in light. This is in, now look, now, this is in light of them putting out a report saying at the end that college died a natural cause. You know what I mean? Now, this is in light of this. This is a new Black Panther, new Black Panther Party member putting this out. It says, to kill me, my strong, uncompromising, revolutionary, unyielding, unbuilding, unbending position to make me a martyr would be a hell of a mistake. It would override and, and overcome all this weak stuff that's out here in my death more and Hold on. Uh, I think he repeated something. That's out here in my death than in my life because... Then people would hold on to every word, study everything, read everything about you, then, question, then the questions about who killed Malcolm would be more on the minds of the people after college is killed. This has been probably during the latter part of the last 30 years. Now, I don't know when college said this, but it says words of, of the immortal Dr. Khaled Abdul Muhammad. Right, so this is this posted up, and I'm like, damn, right? I'm like, damn, I don't know how. I'm like, damn, how to take this because what what's being what's being implied, you know what I'm saying? What's being implied from what I'm looking at is that we need to rise under these words that College said because somehow he had been assassinated. Now, this would be against what their stance is on this paper. I might be reading more into it, but under, under what they stated, it wasn't anything like that. So, you know, I, you know, I, I had to come in and ask a question, you know, and, and 
And I'm like, yo, you know, these are, these words are one of the reasons a lot of folks think Khaled was assassinated in his home, but the death was drawn out over time. How you let your partner sleep on the floor in his own waist and then call Hasim, not 911? The shit seems fishy, and has there been an addendum to the original report, report in his death by the Panther Party? He hit me back. He like, yo, I appreciate your analysis. He said, we did put a fact-finding report out in 04 based upon a careful investigation with facts available at that time. What is not known is if, is if the Honorable General, what is not known is if the Honorable, now listen, what is not known is if the Honorable General rebuffed the initial idea of going to the hospital due to concerns, we do know his condition worsened as time passed it was General Minister Hasim Mazinga who told her to call 911. In our report, we did find the actions of Ken Ambush to be negligent by serious standards. You know, I'm like, well, like, I got the old four report. And then he puts up the rule of thumb. Rule of thumb. Dr. Muhammad said, if I slip on a bar of soap in the shower, the white man did it. And I'm like, yo, you know that's the law we were given by him. And Bible Automatic says something, something foul seemed to be amiss. I ain't getting no response from me. But I'm not really, I'm, I'm not. There's something wrong here because they, they, they mixing in with the new covenant. And these jokers, man, I'm telling you, it's a new Doctor York. And I'm not going to say about what he's doing in his personal life, but I'm saying, uh, uh, scholastically wise, it's a new Dr. York that he messing with for life. And now you're going to put them together, and then y'all put in the face because they know. See, look, mixing with them, like they, the, the new Black Panther Party is out of what you quote unquote the, the conscious community. They not really, they ain't with no Black Panther shit. You know what I'm saying? You know, black people who come in and into, into information and knowledge who's starting to wake up. That's what I'm going to say. People who starting to wake up, they not really with no Black Panther, new Black Panther stuff, none of that. They like, nah, it's just, you know, just bad press, shit like that. They not really messing with it. But they hearing college. They hearing college. So now... They not privy to what they what's really going on there because they not really involved. But who involved? Who involved? These these uh a pep name polite in these boys. They involved and they done mixed in with each other. They done mixed in. You know what I'm saying? Now we find out that polite was being a uh holding holding seat. With Malik Zulu Shabazz, and like I said, I've seen this today. I said, hold up, man. I'm just not liking that at all. I'm not liking y'all trying to put Khaled face on the front of this. And then, like, look, man. Look, somebody gave him, look, man, somebody, they killed Khaled. Now, ain't nobody going, they ain't not going to get around this. I'm going to read through this damn report all the way through, diligently. And then we call these brothers to show. 
But I've just seen this information, so I'm just putting it out there to the people that this is, you know, this is what's going on now. We having a lot of, um, and see, people saying, yeah, we need to unify, but we can't unify with charlatans and these jokers want to these berets and bow ties, Burger King hats and all that together at one time. Nah, this ain't going to work, man. It's too many differences together. It's too many differences. And like I said, no, they're not trying to be just black. They're not trying to be just, just look, we just, you know what I mean, we just one under under this. No, no. They're trying to keep their separate ideologies and still come together. That's not going to work when y'all so, well, maybe it works for you. Maybe it works for y'all. But I'm telling you, bringing out people, you know, Muslims don't want to keep that Muslim shit. I'm telling you, Muslims separate. Now, trust me on that. Muslims separate. Then you got to watch out because if they, most of the Muslims who mess with the New Black Panther Party is NOI type Muslims. Then you got to watch out for the Scientology type shit going on. That's too much shit to watch out for. That's too much shit to watch out for, man. We need a clean slate, man. We need a clean slate. Or we need total, what they call it, total transparency. We can't see clearly what the hell is going on. We can't tell what's really going on. Is Malik Zulu Shabazz the head of the Panther Party, or is he not? Because from what I know, I might get attacked. I might get attacked. As far as I know right now, I might get attacked for what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Because we know that they they, they beat up uh, the, the, the the elders. Ruba, they beat him up. So why wouldn't Wahid, they beat him up? Why wouldn't I think that, you know what I'm saying, that I'll get jumped on too? Because this is how they do. They jump on, they jump on black people. They get black people. It will get you. These groups will get black people. Trust me on that. They don't get nobody else. You know what I mean? They're going to get you if you're black. This is this is something that's bound to happen. But I'm saying that, yo, you know, I'm not really understanding this whole situation right here, this whole, uh, 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 I don't know what to call it, uh, you know, the whole little cobble of people gathering together. And I don't think that it's going to be good for the people. I'm telling you, I see another Jim Jones coming. The people write for a Jim Jones right now. They write for a Jim Jones. They write for some savior shit to happen and boom, move right off into the Jim Jones. Watch out for all this. Why would you build a fucking clinic in Nevada? If you want to help black people, you from Brooklyn, New York. You know how I many people fucked up in New York? You build a clinic in Nevada? What the fuck? God damn, bitch. I'm saying, honestly, I mean, if he built it out of the country, right, like some Dr. Sadie shit, then I'd be like, all right, all right. But you built this shit in Nevada, it's still in the United States. What the fuck is Come on, man. Nevada? That shit could have been in Atlanta. I've been like, all right. Maybe psychologically fucked up in Atlanta, yeah. But what the fuck? Nevada? I was that's in there, Vegas? What's going on, man? 
Scientology? Yeah, I know niggas, I'm telling you, man. They just go out there to the desert and be like, yo, listen, man, they can put up some pyramids for a life, man. They can go put up some pyramids out there, like Dr. York did, put some pyramids up. You know what I'm saying? Get the celebrities who go out here to Vegas, coming in, and we have a whole new Dr. York thing going again. We have a whole new black Scientology. That's what we got to watch out for. Cause I, I, I yo, listen. I see it. I see it. I see it. God, you know, you take it, take it, and let it alone. But um, with that being said, you know, Black Power out there, family, BB48. Um, uh, that's is that you out there, sister? Come here. Let me. I gotta refresh my. Uh, Black Power BB48. Um, first I I wanna uh share some love to two brothers. Um who I don't know, but who were wrongfully incarcerated. And they put out a book called Police Encounters, The Black Man's Guide to Handling Encounters with the Police and Protecting Your Constitutional Rights. I just started reading this, and it has rocked me so far. Judge um, George W. Gordon and David Walker. And uh, the beautiful thing about this is that they took names of revolutionaries, you know, um, George William Gordon was born on the island of Jamaica in 1818, you know, uh, to a black woman in bondage and a rapist, cracker beast, uh, Scottish attorney. And um, he uh, verbally attacked the ruling governor and uh, called for our African people there to resist their oppression. Uh, those actions resulted in him. Um, being found guilty of high treason in a mock trial and hang, and we know about David Walker, um, the uh, David Walker appeal, and um, everybody needs to have this book in their house, and I'm going to do my best to um, get um, some copies and share it with the family on Feet on the Ground. Thank you for letting me say that. Um, but And I want to thank those brothers for this uh, contribution to our people. But um, when I read what you had put in the hangout, you know, the thing that out the gate was troubling uh, was the comment, well, you know, don't know if he asked uh, not to go to the hospital or not. He's supposed to be unconscious. What kind of bullshit is that? Okay? Shame on whoever that person was. You know, that's some bullshit. I, I can't handle that. That just fucks my head up. And then if you if you felt that, this uh, supposed sister actions were uh, severely uh, questionable. Why this bitch wasn't questioned? Why did she ain't held some fucking where? Why y'all ain't do that? I mean, I haven't read the report yet. I will. You know, but let's let's talk about this sister for a minute. Uh, Janine Ambush. Okay. She uh, worked at a Jewish at a shoe store in Atlanta downtown Atlanta, called Freedman's. Freedman's is owned and operated by European Jews. Ambush worked for them since she was a teenager and boasted frequently that these European Jews called her daughter. Okay? Out the gate. It's problematic for me. Okay? Uh, we know how the ADL was after this brother. And we know the enemy will play on our African warriors' strengths and weaknesses, or perceived weaknesses. Okay? Hasim got a lot of other things to answer for. Like, how come 
serious warriors and scholars in your around you where you was their drivers, they end up dead. Like Dr. Simmons, that elder who stood up and asked the question at the end when Dr. Khalid Muhammad was on the Donahue show. That day, his wife is found mysteriously murdered in, a ba- in their bathroom. Then he mysteriously gets this illness that takes him the fuck out. On that day. On that day. Thank, thank the answers to Steve Coakley for doing this work and bringing it out. Now, Hasim himself claimed to be with Dr. Khalid Muhammad at Riverside. So do the one calling himself uh, a Reginald. That's a full-blown Muslim. Okay. So, if Hasim claims to be there, that means you had to be one of them new Muslims that he was talking about that was being processed that all of a sudden he ain't seen the night before, but they're with him now in this car. And that his uh, training as a Supreme Captain kicked in and let him know something ain't right. Get the fuck out right now. And y'all got to be the niggas that was telling him, don't get out the car. You're safe for staying in here. I'm so glad he ignored them motherfuckers. James Best has relationship, the motherfucker who came from Seattle to, to uh, kill Dr. Khalid Muhammad, who was black, who has a relationship with the Nation of Islam, as well as other so-called people in the movement, like the motherfucker named Brock, within Cobra and uh, the reparation movement that was going on at the time. What about the motherfucker who Brock called to the door when Dr. Khalid Muhammad was let me get my black power. I'm just going to pause for a minute. I'm sorry, because, you know, this is, uh, I'm glad you're speaking on it. This is something that has to be delved into. It cannot be let go. Fuck the new Black Panther Party. It's a party of assassins and collaborators. Hey, well, you know, just to get a, get a note. So yep, this- I, want, I want to get the name right, brother. You know what I'm I saying? I say... That's who James Best, when he was in the parking lot that night with the uh, 30R60 in his car and some 9mm where he locked his keys in the car and the Cracker Beast jimmied the car for him and let him get access to his guns. Wazir was the name of the Muslim who was called to the side door by James Best, who the next day uh, makes the fell attempt on Dr. Khalid Muhammad's life. Okay, crazy shit was going on at, at that Marla Gibbs Center. 
okay? When he goes to the side door, all of a sudden uh, somebody sends a note or says that there's gas coming out in, in the parking lot. And then the lights start to flicker, and then the mics start bugging out. Dr. Khalid saying, no, well, if the gas is out outside in the parking lot, we'll stay right in here and continue on with the event. Because he was afraid that if the information got out to the people like that, they would stampede. But he didn't want nothing, nothing to happen to our people. You know what I'm saying? Wasir needs to be uh, questioned. Brock, who was the last person to see Bess the weekend before, needs to be questioned, okay? Bess, when that car that he had was found, uh, it had $25,000 in it, and it wasn't even his vehicle. It appears that, I'm going to say this, uh, members of the nation, were in cahoots with the ADL and taking out Dr. Khalid Muhammad at that time. At that time, all right, at the King at the uh, Riverside College. Okay, and, and, and the LDL, uh, the ADL put out a report about that assassination attempt, right? And they have, they made it seem like Brock and Dr. Khalid Muhammad were, were friends. But Steve Coakley says Brock had told him distinctively that he didn't like Dr. Khalid Muhammad and that he liked best. Okay? He said to him to... Steve Coakley, what you want me to what you want me to tell you? He was going to kill him, Brock said. And that best asked him to ride with him down to Los Angeles. Through Steve Coakley's work, they spot him in Fresno before he gets to LA. Now what he was doing in Fresno, that's up in the air. Okay? The night in the parking lot at the Marla Gibbs event, the vehicle, as I mentioned, was not even his vehicle. And the police opened that up with no problem. Even without him having registration slip, without him having the title ownership, okay? How, how did his how, you know, that, I gotta, I'm out of check that, so. These motherfuckers tricky all around the board. They tricky all around the board. They are traitors. You know, um, I, I've reading chapter eight today. I don't want to hear shit about a Muslim. I don't want to hear shit about a motherfucking Arab. Not a goddamn thing. Y'all on the same level as the treacherous fucking Christians and fucking whoever fucking with the Judaism. The, the destruction that they wrecked upon our people through, through North Central Africa and then when we get into West Africa, when we're trying to rebound. The destruction. Shame. Yo, fuck up. Yo, road life. Fuck a Muslim. 
that. Yeah, this is a, uh, 
book is an outline, though, of how the Arabs, the destruction to the Arabs really did. Because when the Arabs came in, all things was to sell. And not even at first. The first thing they was doing was destroying everything. The Arabs was destroying everything because, you know, they Muslims. So anything that ain't Islamic, know what it is, but that's it. Anything that ain't Islamic, it got to go. Shit. And so they was destroying it until the um until the cracker got down in there. And the cracker seen what it was and he said, God damn, hold up, wait a minute. Let me try to learn something from this shit, you ignorant ass Arab. You know, ignorant than a motherfucker. So since y'all gonna tear it down let us take it. And they just start coming in getting paper. But let me tell you how this is how this how this how dumb they want, see. All right. The Crocker Buckhart, right? He finds the head of uh uh a Memnon. Right. He finds his head laying abandoned in their uh 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 uh, uh, uh mortuary temple on the west bank of the Nile. The the head they say is in fact is depicting Ramesses the second. Now um Buckhart now listen, what this one happened? Uh, Buckhart he heard of um, the French efforts for the, to get the um, to get the head over. So now he goes he goes to Cairo, and so he suggested the possibility that um, they might get a head to Britain's Prince Regent as a gift. No offense, because he's like yo, he's trying to find a way to be able to get the shit over here for free. So he told. He's like, yo, listen, man, go talk to the motherfuckers to tell them we want their head. Motherfucker Muhammad Ali, they say Muhammad Ali, uh, he scoffs at the idea because he's asking, he asked the question, who want, who would want a mere block of stone? You know what I'm saying? He didn't even, he saw no value in, 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 in any other work, any other sculptures, anything. He was like, what? Well, that's just, that's just some stone. I don't have no no meaning at all, though. Another stealing ass cracker, Sir John Gardner Wilkinson. These crackers dress up like Turks, Muslims. They do whatever the hell they got to do to get into the Nile and rob and steal. There's a majority of the stuff got up out of Africa through robbing and stealing. They was taking so much stuff. God, I'm trying to find find the page. They was taking so much stuff about the Nile that Muhammad Ali. Did. The Muslims and Muhammad Ali and them had to put they had to put the law down. They said, "Wait a minute, hold up! They taking too much stuff. Wait a minute, 
this shit got to be, that's what I'm saying, like they was giving it away at first. Then they seen that, hold up, it got works to it. This is the only reason why it's museum up there in in the in the uh, lower Nile Valley. Only reason the museums is there is because the Arabs seen that it could be a money venture. They they said, hold up, man, we can use this to get money. We can bring people into our cities with this. This stuff bring people. We can set it up as tourist attraction, and we can bring people in, and we can get money. They pay for them just to come look at it because we got it already, and everybody clambering over it. They trying to take it off. That's the only reason this stuff still standing. Only reason, because they were stealing all the blocks they could. They stealing everything they could. Who knows how long those structures stood exactly dead right? You know what I'm saying? Knowing that, all right, the motherfucking A-Rab came in there seventh century. You know what I mean? Now he comes in seventh century. At seventh century, he started pulling the limestone off the side of the motherfucking pyramids. Imagine how they look. For how long did they look like just magnificent out there? And how many other things look like that that they tip the limestone away? Sandblast, you know, sandblasting and shooting it with all type of rifles and shit to, to, to fuck it up. How many more buildings was destroyed just so they could get the granite to build their city up that's right outside of it, to build their grand mosque and shit like that. Look the people that we're dealing with, the people who ain't have shit but cold ice all their life. So, uh, Black Power, what are you doing out there? What's going on? What's going on, Black Power? I see you out there. Brother Bourne, can I um, just ask some more about uh, the woman that changed her name to Nefertari Muhammad when she um, took a trip in December with Dr. Khalid Muhammad to Kemet? You know, um, yeah, we can say on that. According to her, um, you know, she ran the Freedmen's, uh, these European Jews, business and did their bidding on shoes. She was close with the father and the owner of the shoe chain. And she traveled extensively on their behalf. Now, according to her, right, Dr. Khalid Muhammad, the night he passed out, according to her, you know, she says in the daytime they went to eat at a Chinese restaurant. They were preparing to move into a new home, and Dr. Khalid Muhammad and her went to pick out um, furniture for the huge new home and slash New Black Panther Party headquarters in Snellville section of Georgia. Uh, Dr. Khalid Muhammad was planning a Black Panther uh, summit in April and was requiring every member to stay at the huge house. Late night, February the 12th, according to her now, uh, Kena Ambush, according to her, they made love. She was tired and he was tired, but according to her in quotations, uh, but he had to have it. After they uh, made love, according to Ambush, it was around 12 midnight. Ambush states that Muhammad sat up on the side um, of the bed and began behaving strangely and then urinated on the floor on the side of the bed. She then stated that 
uh, Dr. Khalid Muhammad got up to walk, but was walking funny. And she began asking him what was wrong. But that, um, but that he would not respond. Ambush also informed um, Dr. Khalid Muhammad's son that uh, Dr. Khalid Muhammad walked into the room across the hall and vomited and was stumbling about, then went into the bathroom and, and attempted to use the toilet, but made a mess of himself, defecating on part of himself and urinating on himself while in the bathroom. She stated that she became a concern and asked him what was wrong, and Dr. Khalid Muhammad's only response was to mumble, don't tell them my name, and that his eyes rolled, that his eyes was rolling in the back of his head. Right? So, um, at this point, Dr. Khalid Muhammad, according to her, Dr. Khalid Muhammad at some point fell over onto the bathroom floor. He would not speak or respond to any of her questions. Ambush said that at this point, she concluded that Dr. Khalid Muhammad was extremely fatigued and brought a pillow and placed it under his head and lay with him for some time. In the bathroom, she then went back to bed, leaving Dr. Khalid Muhammad on the bathroom floor. No mentioning of cleaning him up or anything. I just want to throw that out there. Dr. Khalid Muhammad laid in the bathroom on that floor in that condition all night long for over seven hours. At around 7 a.m., she calls um, she calls and reached uh, Minister Hasim Nzinga, who obviously is a Muslim, he's called Minister here, okay, who told her to call 911. Black Power? Black Power. Uh, I, I, I that's not like some of those bullshit, uh, you know, listen, how, come on, man. How's she still breathing? I, I concluded he was tired. Uh-huh. Eyes rolling in the back of his head. Can't speak. The first time when he could, he mumbled, don't tell him my name. Which is uh-uh. Come on. But don't tell him my goddamn name. They met in 1999, and they are, are married in... Uh, Africa in 2000. A woman who worked for the enemy since she was a young girl. That's according to her.
and they love Dr. Khalid Muhammad? Malik Shabazz, how you let that ride? Michael Muhammad, how you let that ride? Unzinga, uh, 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 how you let that ride? Hasim, Unzinga, uh, how you let that ride? Minister Reginald, how you let that ride? You woman love her man. And even if you mad, y'all separated and y'all in the same house. Who will let that, that man go out like that? A man who no sign of sickness. not going to do that. Y'all newlyweds. And you get back in the fucking bed. He's still not responding now to nothing. And you get back in the bed. I guess uh, mission accomplished. I lay with him on the floor for a little while. It's a very sad thing. It's really infuriating and it's sad all at the same time. And then you go in and out that doctor, um, well, he should be called a doctor, but Baba Maddox brought in with the bill of attainer going out, which is a death warrant which breaks the Constitution. You've got the Congress, the legislative branch, breaking the first article of the Constitution. There's no outcry by the judicial branch, because it's supposed to be, those three branches are supposed to be checks and balances. That's what I was taught in school by the cracker beans. Right? The Constitution is supposed to be upheld at all costs. So when the legislative branch breaks the first article of the Constitution, then the judiciary branch and the executive branch are supposed to jump in action and fucking censor that whole body of Congress, undo that bullshit, and got the information that came out that Clinton put out uh, a 96. He put out a secret executive order for him to be assassinated. And that Bush did the same thing when taking office in 2000. Dr. Khalid Muhammad is dead. Not a month later. They say February the 17th. But as we can see here, we can go by the 9th of February the 12th. And what she leaves out is that they had left from Malik's house. The last house Dr. Khalid was at before he came to his own home was Malik Shabazz.
Where you get that info from, sis? This brother from my research. No doubt. Is it, is it like a specific uh, source? I shared it with the family to chill out. Okay, okay. A while back, I'm not letting this go. Just like we 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 have a we owe uh, Malcolm X, and on some real shit, regardless of uh, Michael Luther being a traitor, the fact is that Jesse Jackson got blood on his motherfucking hands. That Baptist minister, uh, Kyle, uh, Kyle got blood on his hands. Didn't Jesse uphold Malcolm uh, Martin Luther King? Uh, I'll give my own check. Check. Claim he coming in his name. Check. Did not the nation uphold Malcolm after they murdered him was a part of the assassination doing the work of the cracker piece? I'm going to say check. And now, what is the new Black Panther Party doing? Putting up the face of Dr. Khalid Muhammad. I'm going to say check. I think enough time to pass. Oh, no. no it, it, it don't matter how much time. And the Steve Coakley lecture, brother, uh, Griffin Black Power, to you, by the way, that you are uh, seen as well. You see what Steve Coakley and Brother Cause, I saw you peep, you posted that today. Y'all see, y'all heard what Steve Coakley says, that Malik Shabazz and Michael Muhammad, the fool who disrespected Bob Maddox at the UAM, uh, was in there telling lies, telling real foul shit on his other confidant, who was the New Black Panther Party uh, member, Khadijah. And that he sends for Khadijah to come in the car. And he says to them, now, say what you said to me not too long ago about her right now. Malik and, and Michael, don't say it. He told me to get the fuck out the car. And he tell that sister, don't trust them motherfuckers. The inauguration week of the Cracker Beast Bush, the, the Jewish Weekly in Washington, D.C., puts out an article, New Black Panther Party. I done read it. It's online. Just like he said, just like Steve Coakley said, you can find it, and that's exactly what I did. Praising him as the new, it's called Black Power. And praising him as the new uh, leader of the Black Power movement. And how he was much more uh, uh, pleasant and handsome and articulate, uh, not as harsh as Dr. Khalid Muhammad. When Dr. Khalid Muhammad finds out about this interview that he gave with these beasts, Dr. Khalid Muhammad refuses to speak at the protest that they had at the inauguration. He tells Michael Muhammad and Malik Shabazz, y'all go speak. Uh, brother, you, you saw that in the lecture, right? You heard that. Is that the one you were telling me about the uh, No, the one that you said you watched with yeah. Steve Coakley dealing with the assassination of Dr. Khalid Muhammad. Yeah, the one I got is, is at the uh, 
the good life and actually um well that's not Muhammad, dealing with his assassin yeah. uh, that was the assassination temp i'm talking about yeah, yeah, the yeah, one he no did doubt. dealing with his assassination gotcha i didn't i, I haven't seen that one yet because the league zulu shabazz was actually at that lecture with the intent but yeah i gotta see that one he says Yes, sir. Regards to the community, keep dropping, uh, dropping as many jewels as you feel like, Queen. You know what I'm saying? I know this is something that's um, dear to your heart, you know what I mean, and dear to all of us. But I know, uh, uh, you know, it's something special to you. So, you know, whatever jewels you want to drop, please, the floor is open. Uh, black power to you, King, and I appreciate that. Because at least what, what, you, what you're giving is the outline so then people can at least have the history on exactly what happened. A lot of people are, uh, may not even claim on just the history that's out there. My advice to all the family, look at the video, the lecture of Steve Coakley dealing with the assassination of Dr. Khalid Muhammad before YouTube take it down like how the UAM lecture, the full lecture, I don't know how long that shit was on YouTube. Then all of a sudden the full lecture is down, and the only big piece you get is the little interaction at the end with uh, of the collaborating assassination of Dr. Khalid Muhammad, uh, life, uh, Michael Muhammad, and, and Baba Maddox checking him on the facts of, like, why there had to be an autopsy done, why the, the law, the state law of Georgia says that any time somebody shows up to the hospital unconscious, unable to speak for themselves, an investigation has to happen immediately that is foul play. Because of past history. You know, you, you uh, my man could beat me in my head and make me unconscious, take me to the hospital, and pretend like, you know, he found me like that. So Georgia state law says anytime anybody show up to the hospital unconscious, unresponsive, unable to speak, and especially if they die after that, that is a potential homicide, and it is investigated as such. You will hear all kinds of excuses by Michael Muhammad, as if though we, the autopsy happened because we wanted it. The master teacher's like, nah, I'm from Georgia. I know Cobb County. It's one of the most racist counties in motherfucking Georgia. And it would be great if Baba Maddox could come on the show again and really go into the information he put out that night on that lecture and his opinion on the assassination of Dr. Khalid Muhammad. There's no denying that Steve Coakley got death threats not to show up in New York that night for that UAM lecture with the Black Panther Party. Baba Maddox heard him himself and stated he recognized the voice. Now, why would the new Black Panther Party membership, members who love Dr. Khalid Muhammad, you're on the national stage because of Dr. Khalid Muhammad being the blackest black man in this racist fucking society. Why would you not be questioning the same thing? 
that Bob Maddox is doing, that Steve Coakley's doing, that others was, was other elders and math teachers was doing at the time. Why would you be sending death threats their way for investigating what happened to their uh, comrade? Why would the upper echelons of the new Black Panther Party be resisting? Why Malik refused to show up and send Michael Muhammad instead? Why has that a woman, keen ambush, just disappeared? Got his son calling Doc uh, Steve Coakley, telling him don't don't say nothing about my daddy. Don't investigate. He died of natural causes. Why are you saying somebody killed my father? What? Sad. And then I want to remind the family. Everybody needs to check out um, the. A conference that was held with a great lecture of Dr. Khalid Muhammad, the Black Holocaust, is on YouTube. Go to C-SPAN. That's where I got the whole thing. And when you see the whole event, you're going to realize the same thing that they're trying to move on us now, they did in 1994. They had this thing called Black Unity. All these groups coming together, wars, and Nwabi uh, types, Nation of Islam, you know, with the African-centered uh, uh, people, those that were on that, uh, pushing that perspective. They did this in the same game. See, they're not, they not expecting us to do any kind of research, you know. They ran the same game, black unity. And the only thing that came out of that black unity gathering in 1994 was the assassination of Dr. Khalid Muhammad, 2001, beginning on the night of February 12th. That's the only thing that came out of it. So now here we are, 2015, and you got the same group of charlatans and collaborators, potential uh, assassinators, polite, the new Black Panther Party with the motherfuckers that was around Dr. Khalid Muhammad when the assassination took down. Nassim, Hasim Nzinga, uh, 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 Malik Shabazz, We're coming together with Moors, Christians, running the same game. And why are they doing that? Because that African spirit, that RPG is rising. This ain't no accident. And the general need to watch his ass. He watches that. He got a good seven years. Because, see, it can't happen right now. It'd be too obvious. He can't. The general, what, 40? He, he can't drop that. Dr. Khalid was 53. Steve Coakley was 60. Malcolm was, what, 37? Now, let's look at some similarities between Malcolm and Dr. Khalid Muhammad. you got to remember, intentions plus capability equals threat. Dr. Uh, Steve Coakley, the great Steve Coakley, put that out there. 
Similarities. A Malcolm is shot at a lecture, right? Mm-hmm. The uh, assassinate, the first assassination attempt of Dr. Khalid Muhammad. He was given a lecture, right? He was shot giving a lecture, right? Yeah. Okay. Malcolm was shot and murdered in front of his family. They tried to shoot and do the same thing to Dr. Khalid Muhammad in front of his son. And according to Steve Coakley, the reason why they do that, that whole demonstration of terrorism is to frighten the witnesses. And we know this is real because the great sister Betty Shabazz could not identify anybody. That, that the, the shooters of her husband, she couldn't identify because you got to think about the shock and the trauma. That's why they do it in that in that, in that kind of setting. Okay? That's the frightened witnesses. Okay? You pick the principal. The principal may, may not be afraid, but the witnesses will be. Okay? Then, if you can, you want to isolate the person. And we see that with Dr. Khalid Muhammad. First, we see that with Malcolm. Right? He's isolated. What's the first trigger they use as an excuse? I'm saying about Kennedy, chickens come home to roost. What was wrong with that? I asked anybody on the line, tell me what was wrong with that statement when he was asked a question about his opinion on the assassination of the Cracker Beast JFK, and his response was, chickens come home to roost. Was that something to be expelled and insensitive for? But a, a supposedly black uh, uh, power, I don't want to use the word power, but a black organization, the Nation of Islam? I don't see nothing wrong with that statement. He's isolated. Then you have him uh, being brought the information. They know he was a righteous, upright man. They bring him the information about uh Elijah Muhammad breaking the protocol of the nation of Islam and having, which is statutory rape today, impregnating at least four 16-year-old girls. Okay. Now, what happens with Dr. Khalid Muhammad? We see the buildup of the tarnish of the reputation and the isolation. The first strike with Dr. Khalid Muhammad is what? The Senate and the House of Representatives, right? With the Bill of Attainment. We have then the black known traitor, Farrakhan, kicking the brother out, right? Taking his titles away and the whole nine. Then the removal of the fruit of Islam from him, right? Same shit with Malcolm. Okay? All of this is done. And, And we got to learn from this. We got to see these things before they happen in the future. That's that's the whole point of us going into the history and breaking this down. We don't care about nobody's feelings. The only thing we care about is the truth because these men, these men, whether we want to admit it or not, enlighten all of us. The, 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 the reason for the call of, of, of me being African first, second, and third is because of the work that these men did, that I had the opportunity to study and, and hear. And, yeah, read, right? So that, that is considered a pre-assassination moment, is to isolate the person. So if we see that happening to the general, we already know what to do. We already know. We, we should know 
Uh, that's why we got to study these events, so we know what the hell to do. According to Dr. Khalid Muhammad, those from Mosque 27 who um, showed up at the Marla Gibbs Center, they was told that they uh, they came in straight tie, right? They could not wear the bow tie because they could not look like they were from the Nation of Islam. And those orders came from Chicago. Now, who in Chicago? Uh, the Black Trader Farrakhan, is that not right? Black Power? Mm-hmm. Black Power. Okay. Yeah. So they had to be out of uniform. Mm-hmm. Okay. Either no bow ties or they had to wear a straight tie. Probably no tie. Another similarity, the second point of where they were supposed to try to take Dr. Kalima out, if the shot didn't happen, which it didn't, you know, he hit him, but he didn't kill him. The second point of attack was to have him usher through the double doors through that back way into the cars that were parked backwards. And right at that door, on an elevated level, you will find a whole bunch of bushes where you got a hole that was not, it didn't look in place, that was cut out. Right there, they found a 30 R6 rifle. That is the same gun used in the murder of Malcolm of Michael Luther King. Martin Luther King. Okay. Michael Luther King was told at about three minutes to six, it was time to go, come out on the balcony. He comes out and he is shot and murdered at 6 p.m. Dr. Khalid Muhammad is told to come through the door. I'm not talking about, the, I'm talking about the, the first, the night, the night before the Riverside lecture because he couldn't make that attempt that night because Dr. Khalid Muhammad and his intelligence didn't fall for the okey-doke about some note coming that there's a report of gas in the parking lot. See, that was supposed to happen that night. But his African intelligence said, nah, if it's in the parking lot, why would we leave and go outside? That motherfucker was in the parking lot that night. That is the night that the car gets Jimmy that had a sack of three nine millimeters in it. Three uh, nines in it. And the 30 yard six rifle in the back seat. Okay? He's told to come out at 6 p.m. Dr. Khalid Muhammad is out front at 6 p.m. But shit didn't go accordingly to plan. And forget uh, James Best, too, was his name, sis. And uh, they said that he locked his guns in the car, and he called the police to come open his car up to go get the guns out. I mean, uh, the guns were there. The police never even they opened his car for him, but they never even no, they did didn't. anything. 
They didn't do shit about the guns. The police, the police jumped, opened the car for them. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And, and when the when, when the police going to open a car for you, it ain't no registration on the shit. And you can't yeah. shit. And they don't ask me for no ownership or nothing. Black man. Anybody want to add on anything? Anything? Don't let the, don't let the mic get quiet. We don't, want the, we don't want the mic to get quiet out there. Anybody want anything to add on on the same thing Thursday? You know, it's a store house Thursday. Anything that comes to mind that you got to find with out there, please let us hit the table right now. I'll forever hold your peace when we get in. Let's hear anything else. Goddamn thing. Black Fathers, this brother called. I wanted to say, I wanted to say, I wanted to say, Another thing people really they don't really address with the um the nation uh you know to call it um is the fact that you know um or related to my uh, related to Malcolm but you know, it is the fact that if I could kill this whole you know I'm saying like United States government is okay. You know what I'm saying? I think that's something that um doesn't get it all the knowledge and information that flows. Um, Somebody's talking out. I can barely hear Brother Cause. Yeah, it's a heavy echo out there. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah. No, it's too many. I don't know. Let me see. I'm going to try to clear that up. Oh, it was happening. Well, I was talking too, Yeah. I seem like the echo going now. Yeah, so all I was saying was... Um, Something that gets, um, you know, not addressed is the fact that the comment related to um, chicken coming home to roost is that it's the cracker that killed Jay. The, the cracker killed his own, and he was persecuted for acknowledging indirectly that reality. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so that's just some more, some more shit, I think. So even related to how Colin was let go, like, you, you have to neglect and ignore the role the white man plays in the world in order to do that to that better. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. You went on public record, you went on public record doing that. You just ignored everything, all the information that's been disseminated related to the facts about this bag of devil and just the brother, you know what I'm saying? So um, I think the same thing happened with, with Malcolm as well where uh, the JK assassination and then you know, brothers are neglecting the fact that um that the cracker killed his own time, you know, killed their own president. You know what I'm saying? They killed their own leader. So that's not enough for one process. That's it. Going off what Sister Camille was saying with uh, this James Best, he made the first attempt on Khalid Muhammad. This dude had a heavy-ass rap sheet. Like, this nigga already had he had been charged with murder before and got off. Not sure exactly who he tried to kill, but um, and every time he got caught up in a situation, even though he was with the nation, the uh, the uh, the dynamics surrounding any type of murder attempt, it would always say that he was acting alone by himself, like it never tied him into the nation, though he was always a part of the nation. And even uh, Coakley said to that day he was still uh, one of the head of one of the mosques. 
and I can't, he came from Seattle. Came up out of Seattle. This is James Best. But um, with all of the criminal activity that was going on around the nation, the nation never really got, you know what I'm saying, investigated as far as having to do it with any of these assassination attempts or assassin, assassinations, period. So his question was kind of like, he totally like, well, how is it that they could maintain operation still being in cahoots with all these different uh, murders? But yet the white man never felt like, you know what I'm saying, putting enough pressure on him to investigate him to the point of bringing no type of criminal charges against him. Well, why would them when, when they're doing their work? There you go. Yeah, that's right. right. Exactly. So basically, he's making the connection that they was pretty much complicit. You know what I'm saying? Working with, you know what I mean? Working with the, uh, with the beast. So that's, as Sister Camille is saying, there's no way nobody should really even be fucking with the nation at this point, knowing the history behind their, you know what I mean? Their, um, Knowing the history behind them being involved in knocking off some of our greats. There's no way nobody could even justify fucking with the nation right now. And the new Black Panther Party. And the new Black Panther Party. Aside from it being a um, religion of perversion, just the fact that the niggas is all constantly... Uh, took it upon, you know what I'm saying, themselves to be complicit in making sure that, you know what I mean, getting rid of some of, some, like I said, some of our grace. Besides just being in the religion of perversion, which would be another reason you shouldn't be fucking with them. But the number one reason is they're killing off some of, you know what I mean, the best to ever, to ever even, you know what I mean, do what the fuck we doing. Okay, and another person that uh, has to have a question mark by their name is Eric Muhammad. Now, Eric Muhammad yeah. was at that UAM lecture, and he was supposed to speak, and you see Bob Maddox. In fact, the little clip that's on YouTube, you you will see this part where he's trying to escape, leave on a sneak tip, and Bob Maddox is like, yo, where you going? Now, why I bring up Eric Muhammad? Because Steve Coakley is with Eric Muhammad. He's there when they find Brock, right? Uh-huh. Now, they got him trapped. And they and, and they had him trapped with uh with the four questions they hit him with. Okay. One was having been with um Beth uh the weekend before. So when Steve Coakley and them um, getting on him, right? Eric comes in and interrupts and says, Steve Coakley and you hear Steve Coakley say this. Said mm-hmm. he says that Steve Coakley said and he Steve Coakley says he says this shit like ten times. Okay? Yeah. And then he says that Brock says, I'm not getting into what Steve Coakley said. And that that was the answer, and it stopped right there. Brock is um, allowed to bounce. So Eric Muhammad, way Steve Coakley put it there, Eric Muhammad created a diversion to get him out of it. Oh. Yeah, watched that joint last night after we got off the lawn. Well, not last night, night before last.
And in the one you're talking about, Dr. Khalid Muhammad says himself, when Steve Coakley is showing through the video that this other young brother took, how, um, you know, the day of the shooting attempt, um, they noticed a hunk of trees cut out. Mm-hmm. And then the question was asked, who else was shot with the 30-odd six in a row of bushes? That's Michael Luther King. Uh, Dr. Khalid Muhammad says King's name. And it says, notice how thick the bushes are. And then it's, the, it's a row of bushes. It's thick, 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 and then open. Now, the question is, the bushes that are open, has this been open or just open? There is a a hole in the back of the fence by the door that Dr. Khalid would have been um, coming out and that that person would have had a beautiful shot of him. That's, that's, that would be the 30-06 rifle where they found that 30-06 rifle. And Dr. Khalid comes in and says that the, that's important because that um, would have given them a second attempt at his life. He says, when I arrived in the security motorcade, it was at that time that I realized that none of the officers from Moss 27 Los Angeles that were present, that none of the um, officers from Moss 27 Los Angeles were present. None of the key men that were there the night before at the Marla Gibbs event were now in this uh, security motorcade with him, which I already mentioned to the fam. He couldn't recognize none of them. And so he surmises, you know, the fact that he ain't known none of them, that they were new, and, and, and if they, they were new, just finished being processed, or in the stage of being processed. That's quite telling. Moss 27 in Los Angeles got some answers that they need to answer, questions that they need to answer. You show me one African warrior on center stage that lived to old age. Give me one. As Baba Maddox says, when you live an unnatural life, meaning when you as an African warrior man is going up against this racist society on behalf of your people, when you're taking that on your shoulders, that's an unnatural life. You die by unnatural causes. Ain't no motherfucking natural cause. Now they saying, the most recent shit I heard, oh, well, you know, he had an uncle that died of a brain aneurysm. That's the new Black Panther Party saying this. This ain't a cracker saying it. Or, or, or the cracker propaganda media. This is black people saying that. And then the crazy shit. Farrakhan claimed he didn't even know Dr. Khalid Muhammad was shot until the next day. You know, he, he was in prayer. And he brought Eric Muhammad, another reason why there need to be three question marks by this brother name, to Chicago to find out what Coakley and the rest of Dr. Khalid Muhammad's 
comrades were saying about the failed assassination attempt on Dr. Khalid Muhammad at Riverside. Now, am I to believe that the pool of Muslim lawyers in the nation didn't know what bill of attainer meant? Farrakhan didn't know what that meant? He didn't know what that meant when he gave a press conference chastising the brother, our great leader, for telling the truth? Actually reciting out of the book that the nation themselves put out, the secret alliance between blacks and Jews? There should be no place they can go without family members standing up and hitting them with these questions. They should not, they should not be able to utter a word. They should be drowned out. Hasim and Zinga, Malik Shabazz, need to know what happened to Michael Muhammad. I don't see him no more. He was conveniently not in Atlanta when this went down, according to him. Moss number 27, Eric Muhammad, who was out of the scene, out of the spotlight. Sad thing, family. We got to come to terms with the fact that every assassination of an African warrior standing up for us, trying to free us from this racist slave society and the mental enslavement that is on us, as well as the physical enslavement, because let's keep it real. We need to start calling the prison systems what they are, plantations. Shit ain't changed but the motherfucking date. Ain't nothing changed. We got plantations today, all right? And, uh, and our men lead. No other group comes close to over 2 million African men in costume, in, on plantations today. I forgot what I was going on. I get so tight with the bullshit. I know where I was going. Thank y'all family for letting me get my thoughts together. In every case, there has been black charlatans, black collaborators involved in the assassination of the few African men, African warriors that 
will send him for our Bibi Fahodier. Even though they didn't assassinate, well, didn't pull a trigger or poison Marcus Garvey, him being put in those conditions in Rikers Island led to this man dying. We got black traders all along the line. Okay? The only one I can't even say would be Mega Evans. All right? But outside of that, even with the great ancestor Fannie Lou Hamer, it was black men that the Cracker Beast had beat her like that. Beat her till she went blind in the left eye. Had kidney problems. Okay? They got them drunk and gave them the ultimatum. And they beat that sister. I can't imagine the pain. They have used our own people against us. And the only thing that hasn't changed is that those black traders and their families have never paid a price. There ain't been one. It needs to be a new day. A new African first, second, and third day. Not one has ever paid or their family a price. Black power. Wow, it's real shit. And I just want to add this last point. What you will find to be the anomaly here is that Coretta Scott King, she never let go the assassination of her husband. She wouldn't have shit to do with Jesse Jackson. You even got a video of a march where uh, uh, the uh, procession when he's being um, of his funeral burial and Jesse tries to touch the sister and the sister turn away like, like he had the plague. Don't come no more motherfucking near me. The great sister Betty Shabazz never let go, never forgot the murderers that was a part of the Cracker Beast plan to kill her husband out of the nation. She never let it go. But we got Khalid Muhammad's wife, who don't seem to have a problem with nothing. She ain't even out here trying to carry on the man legacy, which both of the sisters that I mentioned before did. Both of those beautiful African mother goddesses did. This bitch is nowhere to be found. Not even holding a commemoration for her newlywed husband, the great Dr. Khalid Muhammad. Thank you all. Black Power. That's uh... Drop the bomb, sis. You got niggas on their toes because basically motherfuckers is going to have to 
up the ante a little something, something, hold niggas accountable. Other than that, we just fucking talking. That's the bottom line. Well, you're African men with testicles with blanks. <laughs> no doubt. I mean, our young African men today, y'all African warriors, you cannot be held accountable for what the African men of that time did not do. But one thing uh, our y'all warriors can do is not forget, not let it go, learn from it so it don't happen again. You know, and all black traders get dealt with one way or the other. Either, like Dr. Clark said, if we can't do nothing else, then if you can't do nothing else, you can isolate them. Use the same cracker trick, isolation. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, we all in this together. And, and I know the queen ain't, you know, so y'all, you know, if you ain't tough enough to take a black woman telling you guys, you know, we got this, it's on us. No doubt. I mean, if you can't take that, then you're in the wrong situation. But it's on us. Out there, family. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the cause of a lot of that stuff to, to the light, he put in a lot of information in there. And so we've been, and one thing about just that story that came out was that we've been hitting on um, the assassination for a while, just touching it here and there, stop and go. But it's best that we sit down and, you know, really come up with um, a secondary report, just a, you know, a journalistic investigative report of the situation. Ashe, you know, because the question has to be asked. If Dr. Khalid Muhammad is the head of the New Black Panther Party, why would that Jewish daily out of Washington, D.C., the weekend of the inauguration, put out a three-page, I don't want to say three pages. I forgot how many, because I read this online. I downloaded it from offline. But how many other pages was in this weekly newspaper? You know, why would they have, somebody that is under him, not the head of the new Black Panther Party, as being appointed the new uh, face of the Black Power Movement. Where they do that at? You need to find out what kind of articles came out before uh, Michael Luther King was assassinated about Jesse being the new face of the Civil Rights Movement. Mm Mm-hmm. Were there any favorable articles about Louis Farrakhan or the other? What's the other one that that took head initially? 
can't think of his name right now. W.B. Muhammad. Ashe. Were there any articles that came out? Now, that may be an exception because the head at the time was still alive. Elijah Muhammad. But any kind of articles equating Farrakhan or that other motherfucker as being on the same kind of level as Malcolm. How does Malisha Bass have this uh, interview shit go on for this article and Dr. Khalid Muhammad don't know nothing about it? Out. And look at it, it's basically they was all COINTELPRO. They was all agents, pretty much. I mean, that's just the bottom. When I, that's what I see. It's, it's, Martin, it's Martin Luther King, too, so she keeps saying Michael. It's Martin. Our uh, brother born? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can you give him the history and why I'm saying Michael? Cause I oh, okay. You. I got you. Really, on a religious tip, I got you. No. No, 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 because his name is Michael Luther the okay. King. His, um, that's his government name. That's his, that was his name when he died. He was his, um, the moniker Martin was given to him while, uh, you know, during his first appearances in the civil rights, uh, civil rights Movement, you know, he was a college student at that point in time, and he was given the moniker Martin because the people would be more akin to who he was, because they were Protestants and you know Baptists and shit like that. And um, one of the things that uh, we do know about Protestants is that they had a famous Protestant named Martin Luther. And so, because he carried the name Martin Luther, just like the Protestant, it just went over better with the people than Michael. No doubt. Well, they put me up on that info, sis, my bad. I, I heard that, too. Now well, that's Brother Moore. That. Black power to that king. Oh, what they put me up on that, big bro? No. I heard that shit, too, like a while back that he had changed his name at some point. Like, yeah, no, nah, never, it, never, it never was legally changed. Changed, yeah. Yeah, it's it just, it just a title that he used to fool the people. No doubt.
know what I'm saying? Because we we not you know, we've um, we've been individualized so much that we are able to cut bullshit out. So then when you get together with other people, y'all know how to just clean that shit up quickly when it's amongst you. Now that was a good thing that happened to us. I think that um I think that a lot of the infiltration, a lot of the murders and deaths of, of our ancestors, what it did was it forced a lot of people who were thinking about moving forward on a Vivi Fajoye in a revolutionary manner and with some type of um, organization. Mm-hmm. What it did is it held people off because we were so afraid of being uh, once again infiltrated, not knowing who the infiltrators were. So it made us individualized, but during this individualization, it gave us the time to work on self so you could be a better self when you got to the group. Now as a group, it's like you got a bunch of leaders because everybody's already went through a lot of trials and tribulations that it takes in order for you to um, lead your own self. So when you got a, a team of leaders, then you really rock. I'd like to thank the family members that I got right here, team full of leaders. Um, Black Power, BB48, to our family. Black Power, BB48. Yeah, Black Power. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, another interesting thing that needs to be asked, too, is why is it that his last speech was given that Friday, right, in New York? No more Negro stuff. There was only three Black Panther Party members that showed up. That speaks of something internal going on. But yet, after his murder, and Baba Maddox calls that forum after Steve Coakley done did some investigation work, and Baba Maddox on the scene himself, seeing what's good and what was not good, seeing the bullshit going on down there, couldn't understand why uh, none of his none of the inner circle was contacted, right? You got 80 Black Panther parties that show up at the UAM after he's dead. But his last speech before this incident happened that Friday, only three show up. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Isolation you was talking about, sis, To to make the hit clean. The UAM lecture on the assassination of Dr. Khalid Muhammad. Barbara Maddox in the UAM called uh, an emergency gathering. Because once he got back from Georgia, did his homework, and also speaking to other uh, Africans that he knew from his from Georgia, where he's from, and I believe it's Cobb County. One of the most racist fucking counties. That's where. That's why he wears glasses today. He'll tell you the story. Him being black power out there. Where his dashiki, at least 12 crackers rolled up on him and beat him. But he wanted Steve Coakley there and Malik Shabazz. New Black Panther Party members, whoever they were, called, calling Steve Coakley, sending him death threats if he show up in New York. Out of Steve Coakley's own mouth, he said he had to move his daughter and his uh, the mother of his child to a, a, a hideout for at least a week. So he doesn't show up. 
and Malik Shabazz sends Michael Muhammad. Now, Brother Boy, you already know how I feel about it because body language is a motherfucker, you know. And, and it's something that I'm trying to really become astute with. There is a lecture that Dr. Khalid Muhammad did, the Metaphysic Conference, the Gathering of the Metaphysic Conference or some shit like the Gathering at the Metaphysic Conference. Okay, he wasn't initially supposed to be there. And I forgot who the family member was that reached out to him and wanted him to come there. I want everybody to watch that. And I want you to tell me what don't look right. Something is out of place. I'm not going to share it right now. I want I want this, you to do it on your own, the family members. You get that lecture. It's on YouTube. It's three plus hours. Tell me what you see abnormal with Dr. Khalid Muhammad when he's uh, up there uh, Just a better question, because you don't want to lead him with the question, even though does anything look does anything look out of place? Does anything look abnormal? Hmm? You know, you got you know, definitely that's uh, like you said, body language is, is something else. And it's better for everybody to look at it. We came to the same conclusion about something looking funny. We sure did. About the same thing, anyway. And we cannot, you know, we we got to remember. I know there's people that are trained, but eventually. Your mind will betray you. Got to really listen to people's words because the mind will tell on them every time. It will. may not be right away, but the mind will tell on a black trader every goddamn time. We just got to be astute enough to hear it, to pick it up. But anybody, any elder out here in 2015, um, making apologies on behalf of the nation and the new Black Panther Party in any kind of way with the assassination of Dr. Khalid Muhammad and Malcolm X, that's an elder that's a suspect. That's suspect. That's an elder. You say, you know what? Son ain't right with you. Any pair making justifications for the new Black Panther Party or the Nation of Islam, it's somebody that's suspect. Now, they may not be uh, working for the cracker beast under infiltration, but the fact is is that you got infiltration uh, abilities or, or, or tendencies. That's the word I'm looking for. Tendencies. You got black trader tendencies. Black trader tendencies, yeah, you got the capability to come in and destroy what's going on because you look like it. Because you already corrupted. Shay. And I don't care who it is. That's, 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 that's that mentality we have to have. We don't care who it is. 
I don't give a damn what you did in the past. If the words coming out your mouth is black trader tendencies, that's a problem. You got to be kept at fuck arm's length, seven arm's length. And then the isolation needs to happen. Yeah, well, you know, this ain't the time where we want to pull in a trader and make get him close. No. At the least, as Sister Camille said, we want isolation. We want you way over there by yourself. We can see. Put him on an island. But we can see you on the island. If you come off of there, the alarm already set. And that's how, you know, that's what the trader polite, that's what needs to happen with him now. Okay. Unfortunately, and and, and that and that goes for Bistro too. Because see, Bistro, I'm I'm blaming Bistro right now for uh polite being able and, and Sarnetta being able to uh take off his religion of perversion uh skin and wrap himself up in black power RBG. We can't have short memories. This nigga was saying he Jewish. Same shit Farrakhan saying now that his daddy was Jewish. He got Jewish uh, lineage in his, in, in his bloodline. He can't be anti-Semitic. Like that got anything to do with anti-Semitic? <laughs> Why would anybody pro-black be claiming a motherfucking crack of beast blood in you? If you're not cursing it. You want to be him. I ain't here polite curse that Jewish ancestry of his. Now you still a, a, a SETI persona? I will not forget what Farrakhan said. Malcolm had to die in order for him to live. That's complicity as far as I'm concerned. Your mom was telling on you. And that's the same shit that's going on here. See, it can't be two setties. It can't be two generals. You're trying to steal this man persona while he's still upright. This is what Polite is doing right in front of us. And, Unc, the general's supposed to be your man. How the fuck you wrap your arms around this nigga and let this nigga, because of y'all, act like he black power now? How you do that? Can't nobody, can't nobody, can't nobody come cross against none of the family on feet on the ground and I stand set beside them. Love, to me, love is loyalty. That's what the L stand for for me. The general is your man. These niggas did him dirty. How you, oh, no, they all right. You know, what? Be strong. Um, should not be allowed to get away with that. Is Nunu at this lecture that's going to happen in November going to stand in front of the crowd and tell him he a Muslim with the general there? He going to do that? 
Oh, he's going to front black power. What he going to do? Because we can see it on the show with some religion of perversion nuts, how he a secular Muslim. This is recent. This ain't 2013. Recent. And I asked the family, I need to know of a lecture that Dr. Ben did or Dr. Clark did with uh, the child rapist, Dr. Yo, on the same stage with him. I need to know. I need to know any time, there's only one time I've seen Dr. Clark on the stage with the charlatan fronting like he into black history want to teach our people. Uh... The cracker love of Colonel Wells, and that was him debating him. You would never catch Dr. Ben with Skip Lewis Gates on the stage, or Dr. Clark on the stage, sharing the stage with him. Somebody, if somebody know of it, please tell me. Now tell me. All right, just never heard of. It remains to be seen. It remains to be seen. Like fossils in museums.
Shay. So that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm, uh, like I said, I, uh, I just that was my Florida house. I was looking forward to our other brother, our other brother, kind of pulled in today and really couldn't hit us. I'm wondering. where, you know, see what he wanted to throw the rock. You know, he had a couple of things he wanted to drop. I'm who, Brother Minkara? Yeah. Yeah, a couple of things he wanted to drop. Brother ain't get to come in, so, you know, I just wanted to drop that on the family. That was my, um, that was where I was at for the slaughter, for the slaughter and on Thursday, man. We got, we got, I'm, uh, that shit right there just put fuel on a fire. Mm-hmm. And, and then the other cubs, the college, what the fuck is this? That shit just, and it pissed me right off. Black Power, what's going on, Brother Little? I see you out there. And he, you know, Brother Little coming out of the unjustice. That was my that was my spell. So if anybody got anything else they want to put on the line, that's what it is. If not, we'll hit the after party uh, and get busy on this uh, on this paperwork. Sister, come in. If you could, could you drop could you drop the link to that paperwork again to me, and I'm a, I'm gonna throw it in the chat room. I should. Um, yeah, and I throw it in the chat room. So anybody who wants this paperwork. Please come to the chat room. Uh, we'll, we're going to throw it in there. And also, and you know, that's going to be the homework for the family. And also, I'm going to put it inside the feet on the ground group. So in that way, everybody have access to the uh, report from 04 that the Panthers put out. And we can move from there. Yeah, just, just let me know when you throw that in there, and then I'll, I'll go snatch it. Yeah. Ashe. Mm-hmm. I'll snatch that, put that up in there. Like I said, you know, any other uh, topics, anything else anybody want to put on the line, any topics, please feel free. You know, uh, as I said, I came in I ran my spell sister to me has given us an uh, excellent, uh, excellent background and overview of the assassination of Khalid Muhammad. And, you know, this is something that I'm going to, you know, that I'm, your sister to me did an excellent, excellent job on your overview. Um, well, black power to you, King, um, for that. Asante Sana. Um, but, you know, I've just really just scratched the surface. I haven't even really went in deep yet, you know. And just scratching the surface, is it's so filthy. You know, <laughs> it's enough right there. It's just a terrible situation. Brother, I put it in, um, I chill out. Okay, okay. But then, uh, it's definitely dirty business. 
That's all we can, you know, it's the least that we can do dirty business. And another thing that's in common, again, after the assassination, some years go by, and then the same cast of characters come back out in front of us, brand new. We got Jesse Jackson with the Rainbow Coalition running for president in 1984. We got the resurgence of Farrakhan, thanks to Dr. Khalid Muhammad coming, and also Baba Maddox and, and the King of Coon Sharpton. Mm-hmm. And now, what we got? We got Malik Shabazz coming back out. Even though he, quote-unquote, ain't the chairman of the New Black Panther Party, like you mentioned earlier, he might as well damn be. He just ain't a name. But he is in everything else. Hasim and Zinga, who Steve Coakley says, every every black militant, I don't want to use black militant, every African fighting for our BB for ODA, trying to answer the call of Marcus Garvey for retribution, that this motherfucker was around, end up dead. And that's another, uh, that's another thing we ought to tie up. Have it all correct. We'll get them on that. If not, if we can't get them here, we're going there. Black power. Uh, we got to get a definitive. Because, see, that way, that way we can know whether or not what. Because it's, it's one thing that, to force a definitive answer. We need, them, we need to make sure that we got our questions correct, all the thoughts that we, we got in line correct. In order for the answers to our own selves and for the people, so we can make a clear decision on where we need to go to from there. Because a lot of things don't be definitive anyway. We we surmise, we suppose some shit happened, and suppose this, and suppose that. But as long as you suppose, and you never really can really act on that, because you're just guessing. Nobody can really act on just guesswork. Most people are ready to act on that shit that's proof positive. So we got to look at it like that, proof positive. No. They break the jaw of the the elder Black Panther member. Mm-hmm. Then what? I can't. I get him mixed up with Daruba. I don't know if his first name is Daruba too. Yeah, Daruba Wahi. Mhm. Yeah. And then you got Daruba Benoit, who was Geronimo Pratt. Mhm. They break his jaw, mess the elder up. Why why Malik Shabazz, when he was in Ferguson and the New Black Panther, why they didn't pick a random cracker and fuck him up? Why, when they showed up in South Carolina, after that brother was supposed to have been murdered, shot in his back, running away from five older, the elder brother, why they didn't pick a random cracker and fuck him up, break their job? Why ain't nobody get arrested yet? Huh? That is assault, right? Mm-hmm. Why they haven't released the full video yet?
some questions. Black Power, friend. Black Power. The shit bigger than Nino Brown, man. You can't do. Don't play in the kitchen if you ain't down to get burned. All right? Um, information information to get you killed. This shit ain't no fucking game. Uh, um, I just recommend to the family, if you know something, don't say nothing unless you're prepared to get burnt in the kitchen. Because this shit ain't no joke. That's all I got to say about the situation. But that's why shit don't happen. Because you get a motherfucking offer you can't refuse. This ain't no game. It really ain't. And That's because all for Black Power. Black Power. And, and because uh, we not we are afraid of getting burnt in the kitchen. That's why ain't nothing happen. It ain't, it, ain't, it ain't the matter of fear or afraid or nothing. Oh, yeah, it's a matter it of resources. No, nah, no, nah, it's a matter of resources. You could be, when you gone, when you gone, going grocery shopping, they in your house poisoning your fucking food. When you sleeping, they can put a bomb in your motherfucking car. It's resources. That's all it is. Resources on behalf of those that are attacking you. But I'm talking about those that stay quiet and don't stand up and speak the truth. See, I don't have nothing to lose. Would I rather be out of this reality, this slave reality that I'm in now? And finding out if there's something else afterwards that my ancestors spent thousands of years on, I'm all right. I'm ready for that. Our problem is that too many of us have turned a blind eye. Look how the Black Panthers, look how the Black Panthers were slaughtered in front of us. All for what? Trying to protect us. And what we do? What we do? Not a goddamn thing and be quiet. When they murdered Malcolm, what we do? Huh? Left sister Betty Shabazz with her six kids out there by herself. To speak up. And right now, with Dr. Khalid Muhammad, ain't nobody speaking up. We only had two. Robert Maddox and Steve Coakley. But how many people showed up when he had gatherings? When he was in college? How many black people showed up? Hundreds. We got to realize we ain't, under this slave society, you ain't got shit to lose. What you holding on to life as a, a, being oppressed? And your child that you give birth to coming under the same shit. The fact is they can't kill everybody. But when you got long voices out here, when you got long voices out here, it's easy for them to be taken out. Real shit. That's real shit, shit. And as I said earlier when we first started the program and the show, you know, taking off of Brother Little's um, point, and he made that information will get you killed. That's why I said earlier that I already know just by me um, starting off the show with some of this information, it put me in the line of fire. It's, it's automatic. 
It's automatic. You know what I mean? It is. It, it, it is what it is. So you know, you got um, information will get you killed. So yeah, definitely watch. You know, if you uh, got some things that you want to do later on, and you planning something else, watch what you say. You know what I'm saying? Everybody should watch what they say, but watch what you say because you don't want to put yourself in a situation where you ain't want to be at just because you was popping off at your mouth. I'm going to just say this, man. Actions speak louder than words. Well, not if if information will get you killed. Clearly, words will speak quite loud. Actions speak louder than words. The sword kill you. The pen can only send information. That's it. But somebody, the motherfucking executioner got to be the one. Sean D. I'm not saying the same joint. Sean D. Sean D. Hmm. I think something, um, so, so something my brother. It's the program. You know what I mean? Every situation, you know, you know, you know what a minion is. You know, back in the uh, in Nazi times, minions is real things, right? They some, they was really kids, so they put these little helmets on with the little little circle on that shit, right? As a program, so they sit their eyes down there and make them listen to hit lists for motherfucking hours on end and shit like that. For proper programming, because they needed uh um they needed a a group. Of uh, the Germans that would come out that's going to be relentless and hard. You know what I mean? So they had to be drilled with the new thought, what was going on, because they couldn't use the older people. So I understand exactly where you're coming from, because as you said, you know, we're going to have to, gonna have to pull that sword. And so, you know, we're pulling with both, both swords. One going, one going to start it off, one going to set it, but the other one going to end it. I'm so grateful that fear did not stop Malcolm X from standing up and telling the truth about the big six. Uh, Elijah Muhammad uh, dealings with uh, the KKK, the nation dealing with the KKK. I'm so grateful that Malcolm, knowing that uh, information would get you killed, was willing to go on the line. I'm so grateful that Dr. Clark, as an elder and blind, Clearly knowing that information will get you killed did not let that stop him from telling the truth about the motherfucking con artists that were standing in front of our people, like uh, Karenga and like uh, Louis Farrakhan. I'm just grateful that I, got, I can point to two. I can point to the little ones and say there's two, two examples. Unfortunately, it's only two. And, I, and I'm doing like Brother Minkara. I'm aware of admissions right now, and I'm aware of admissions. I'm aware of who holding their tongue and who taking the line of Dr. Clark and Dr. Ben. Excuse me, uh, Dr. Clark and the great Malcolm X. Well, you know, the problem been the same problem since day one. The same with Shaka Zulu was dealing with, Harriet Tubman was dealing with, Denmark Vinci, you know, um, 
Motherfuckers don't think outside the box. You got all the equipment to motherfucking have weapons of mass destruction, and you don't do it. Next motherfucker come along, your enemy come, and he going to do it. See, like Shaka was saying, you got to fuck them traditions. You got to motherfucking learn how to, uh, how, to, how, to, how to roll with the punches, with the, with the waves, with the changes. Because those who, um, the chameleon's going to survive. The chameleon's going to survive. And that, brother, that pretty, brother, I, I'm going to need you to elaborate thing. on what you mean by Shaka saying, fuck them traditions. What are you referring to when you say them traditions? Did he re, Did he restructure war? Did, or did he stick to the old ways? I'm asking for you to elaborate on what you mean by. And I, and I just did. He did not. Wait, 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 Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Who created the bullhorn? Huh? Who created the art of war that, that, that's used right now to this very day? Was that tradition or was that Shaka going against tradition? What? Tradition was using a certain size spear. Shaka said, nah, I need a shorter one. And I need a bigger spear. And I need a bigger uh, uh, shield. And fuck these sandals. Huh? You talking about a movie. You talking about not- a movie. Somebody okay. talking about a movie. Somebody ain't ready. Hold on, 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 again, 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 again. Doctor Kirk even talked about it. Nigga, I just read chapter eight. Nigga, nigga, ain't gonna depot. Now, nigga, see me a person for talk to me, nigga, on everything. If you don't like to read and study, why would you hang with people who read and study? Nigga, who said I didn't like to read and study? I don't, nigga, I ain't meant to read. Your questions omit what hey. you don't read. Your questions omit what you don't read. We can have this discussion in person. Period. I'm straight. I don't want to come straight. I don't know why I'm saying. And I want to have the same discussion with Christine and Dina. It's all these niggas older than me who got something to say about Mikra. Nah, nah, nah. We can have conference with Christine and Dina. All niggas always got something to say about Mikra. Hating on the young nigga trying to come up because I'm doing me. It's easier to repair. I ain't tripping on you. I don't give. Nigga, I ain't in your lane. I ain't never tried to drive in your lane. Tell me anything. You come over to play bumper cars with me. Tell me anything. You feel me? So when you come play a bumper car for me, trust We gonna play bumper cars. That's what I'm telling you. Tell me anything. Tell me anything. Tell me anything, nigga. Why are you gonna play bumper cars with your comrade? I need you to play bumper cars with Hasim and Zinga. I need you to play bumper cars with Malisha Bass. That's what I need from you. Now with Brother Mikara. Like I said, I'm driving in my lane. Nigga wanna swerve in my shit and bump into me. You gonna get bumped back? That's that's what a man do. That's what a man do. Any man can get bumped back. I've been on the ground for three years, nigga. Three years. You just got in the lane. You just woke up. You ain't teaching nobody. You hold me up, nigga. What you mean I just woke up, nigga? You better check my family. You came in my lane, bitch. You hit your feet on the ground, nigga. You was in my lane. Bust you hit your feet on the ground, nigga. You was in my lane. 
Oh, man. That's who ain't gonna stay on the ground, nigga. You was on my you was on my head. We can play bumper cards, G. I'm with you. I don't play bumper cards, nigga. Nigga, y'all fam, man. Y'all fam, man. I know. I know. Y'all fam, B. Y'all fam, man. Don't even let niggas hear y'all talking like this, because y'all fuck. Don't even don't even get caught up in the bullshit, baby. Y'all done had too many years on on, on in this shit. That shit ride, man. This is one of them nights. That's all. Y'all fam, B. Don't I don't walk in a here. basketball court and say, hey, man, I don't play sports. I don't walk in a basketball court and say, hey, man, you need to walk in your jump shot. That ain't my bag. Yeah, that I know, Mechorai, man. Nigga, I know this W-A-R shit. You already know. Don't even come playing me, nigga. Y'all fam, B. Man, y'all got to chill out, man. All I heard is the niggas saying the information will get you killed, right? I'm going to stop that information because it'll get me killed. Is that what you're saying? Huh? What? I just said he's not going to stop that information because it'll get me killed, right? Nigga, you're going to get niggas getting marked for death and don't even know nothing. I shame. But I'm supposed to stop studying. I'm supposed to stop getting information because information will get you killed. That's what I'm getting from this discussion. Who said that? Who said that? Who said be on your P's and Q's because information gets killed? Nigga, nigga, this right, nigga. He basically said, nigga, if you know shit, you can't handle the repercussions from what you speak and shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Don't get burnt. But that's when I need people that can handle themselves to speak the fuck up. Because you ain't going to get burnt. No doubt. And this is what I told y'all, right? Take the motherfucking lead. Hold on, Dr. Khaled has super handles. Niggas don't listen. Brother, super handles. Brother, I'm like he just said to you, that's a movie. Because I just finished reading chapter seven, uh, excuse me, chapter eight. Wow. Sung, sung, let, let, forget Sung Ha. All right, let's start with Mal. No, let, let's start with Ghana. Their, their specialty at this time, at this time, at this time, I'm talking from... 1,000 A.D., right, to 1,500s, they making crazy weapons with Hold on, hold on. Let me ask you, gentlemen. Uh, excuse me, sir. If you, if you didn't like to read a study, would you hang with a group of people who like to read a study? Why? To learn something? But you wouldn't interject and stop them on things that you didn't know, right? Thank you, sir. You're a scholar. Now, see, see, that's some sussy-ass shit. <laughs> who done hated no, on anybody not. learning? Ain't no, I, I ain't hate on nobody learning. Did I? Did I? Now, uh, what did he say you did? Hold on, 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 I think that the conversation needed to be had, but not not here on on the line. There you go. That's family okay. time, bro. You handle that behind closed doors. Cause y'all really saying the same shit. I hear I hear y'all really on the same page. Niggas just got coming from their own perspective, but y'all saying the same shit. Nigga, I understand night, what niggas say. I'm telling you right now, I ain't got no ego. Nah, nah, they don't think they saying I got that, no man. ego. I, can... I ain't gotta be right. I'm comfortable with being wrong. Why? Because that's how you learn. 
It's just one I of the nights, man. I, I make it my business right on, on, on this station when I'm I got a man, I'm a right, man I make it my when it business comes to correct it. Yeah, nah, everybody got their standpoint, and it ain't right if you don't stand on your shit. Right, and I'm a capital M A N when it comes to my shit. I'm standing on this square. So I'm pushing the off the It's all good, man. It's just small nuances, dude. Everything is good. Cause I got the way I got my force, nigga. Like Shock to say, nigga, don't come at me, nigga. Well, speaking of Shaka and others like Shaka, you know, that warring with your own people, letting the motherfucker cracker reside on the shore has been damaging. Reading chapter 8 today and seeing the role that my own men played in the fall of the great empires in, in West Africa left me disturbed inside today. All right? By the masses of the people holding on to traditional con- the constitution and traditional ways, the leaders succumbing to Islam. Because the fucking uh, cracker Arabs are on the outskirts and on, on the roots of the caravan and raiding shit. So they figured the only way to make it stop, not, not wipe these motherfuckers out, which we can so easily do to each other. Oh, no, 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 no. Let's compromise. I'll become a Muslim. I'll, I'll put Muslims in, in offices. Fucking disgusting. And when, when Dr. Chancellor Williams breaks down, you know, we really have to look with, with new eyes too, at Songhei, at Mali, at Ghana, because these do rise, and there is some great things there. But it is with the fucking under the enemy's religion, which the masses of our people were still rejecting, but our leaders were weak and was going for the okie doke. No doubt. I'm going to take a piece of what, what Malcolm said, too, fam, for Mekwa and uh, Brett Little, man. The family got beef. Nigga, y'all handle that shit behind closed doors when niggas step out in, in public in front of the man whatever. Niggas is unified always. But y'all gonna always have little disagreements and shit. If you look at that yeah. Shaka movie, you would think that our people, the majority of our people, had uh, bow and arrows with no metal tips. I'm shocked today when I'm reading about the metal weapons of these armies in Songkhai and Malay and Ghana. Hundreds of years before Shaka. No doubt. I'm here, you sis. But yeah, that you know, I apologize, my brother Mikara. I got no beef with the brother. I love the brother, but I feel how I feel, and I'm gonna stand on that. That's what it is. I, I love apologize you too, for that. I, I love you too, but a little. And, and, and let me but show forgive me though. Too. Forgive me if though. I have forgive to me. Physical with any African, I'd rather cut him off. I'd rather go yeah. beat the cracker. Me and my little brother had his argument. See a cracker whoop his ass, beat the picks off his motherfucking ass. So I'm not going to meet you to play bumper car with you. We're going to meet somebody. You're right. We're going to jump a car. We're going to get this frustration. Oh, we're not going to meet at all. You're right. I apologize. Now, see, that's African warriors right there. That's how real men do. Black power to both of y'all. Yeah. You dig? 
Yeah, I love this nigga, Mickey Ryan. I fucks with this nigga. I, I think he's the smartest nigga out. Well, I said, nigga, that's his lane. I don't get into that. You know, I'm a defense nigga knuckling up and getting busy. That's it, nigga. That's it. That's why I could talk to gangster niggas, and they, they could know what the fuck I'm, I'm feeling, I'm saying. I could put the black power shit on them. That's why my little cousins fuck with a nigga. You understand what I'm saying? Because, nigga, I'm that nigga. That's, really That's my lane. I've been a motherfucking dropout. Nigga, I've been on these streets, nigga. Feel me? How fuck you get 38 with no felony, nigga? Street savvy, nigga. Got a street PhD. Fuck with me. You feel me? But that's my lane. You understand? That's my lane. And I don't try to, I don't, I don't cross over in nigga shit. I'm on R-A-W-R-A-W. That's how I like it. If it ain't raw, it ain't me, nigga. If it ain't rough, it ain't me, nigga. Feel me? And that's Brother Little Lane. Black power, black power. And, you know, it's a, uh, some, things, some things happen, you know what I mean? And, and the family, they got out what they wanted to get out of, at the moment, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, as, as Africans, I'm not, I'm, I'm listening to, I know these two, I know these are two Africans that I'm talking to. My God, difference of opinion, but they're two Africans. So, you know, at the end of the day, Africans going to be for Africans first, second, and third. So they, we might not agree upon. Put it like this, man. I send my kid to motherfucking Mickey for education. And Sister Camille. Hell yeah. I ain't playing no games. I had my little cousin in the thing to get knowledge from them, too. Yeah. That was the reason. Not from me. From them, too. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I know I got knowledge of myself. Mm-hmm. I know my strengths. I know my weaknesses. And I, and I play to that. That's what it is. Well, Brother Little, uh, you definitely got wisdom. Uh, you have study. You got information to share with the family. Our King Brother Bourne, our King Rahe Rule, our King Brother Calls. And by the way, black power to Brother Tim also, and as well as his queen, our sister, uh, Makia, who, by the way, is starting up her, following the footsteps of Marcus Garvey. Starting her own little business on the side, starting her own business, and that's why you know we may not hear her on the line in the upcoming weeks, but she will be listening in. Uh, that's what and Black Power, Black Power. That. I say, I say. That's what Feet on the Ground has done for her. And congratulations to Brother Cole. You know what I'm saying? Ashay. See, I, I didn't know if he wanted that out there. That's why I ain't mentioned that. But, yeah, black power to him and the Queen T. Yeah. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. We building businesses building and building the nation at the same time. Make babies. Ashay. Late night, late night when you get off this line, make a baby. <laughs> You know it's good though. Um, um, I think with uh, Khalid Muhammad's assassination, man, that shit need to be really, really, really broke down. Even though I know you gave a slick ass breakdown, sis. The way the motherfucking uh, Congress put this nigga on blast is something about the what, what what he meant and what he was capable of doing. They went through a lot of, you know what I'm saying. They publicize this shit a lot more amongst 
the, the, the so-called just bodies. He was one of the only few cats that they put their bill of retainer out on. Is that right? It's never happened in the history of this country. Never happened. It's a violation, and I would ask the family to not take my word. Please read it for yourself. Yeah. Download the Constitution, not unless you have a copy at home. Go to Article 1, Section 9, third paragraph. Read it for yourself. No doubt. My, what makes me think is what was so, what did they fear about that man so much where they had to take that type of step? So it's like some, something is behind his, 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 his assassination that really, really, really need to be delved into. One of the motherfucking senators that was saying some shit or the members of the House of Congress, this motherfucker was like a, a small hat, like one of them Israeli motherfuckers. He was the one, he was spitting some fire on uh, Brother Cobbett. He said he needed to be swiftly and harshly dealt with. Talk some real fiery shit. This motherfucker looked like he was one of the motherfuckers from South Africa, like just got here. I don't know exactly what his name was. I got to look at the tape. But it's something about the way they took him, the way they went after him. Shit got to be looked at real thoroughly. Anybody know if they restricted his movement? Because I know they weren't going to let him get out the fucking country at the point when they put that bill of attainer on him. That nigga, cause I know they weren't going to let him get outside the outside of the motherfucking plantation, was they? When brother, they do that, yeah, shit, he was know, out of the country, brother. I, you know, I shared with uh, how in 2000 he mm-hmm. took uh, that uh, woman uh, ambush to mm-hmm. Egypt to Kimmy. Okay. Now that's what I was saying before. Like Colin had this. Colin yeah. didn't have to stay here. 
If he didn't want to be here with his people, mm-hmm. he didn't have to be here. He was welcome in, in other countries. Mm-hmm. You know, just on the strip of who he was, he was a, a, a well-loved personality to um, dignitaries in African nations. Especially a lot of the, um, you know, especially a lot of the Muslim nations, in particular, because of his initial dealings with the nation of Islam and going down and just um, being a, um, not only a, a, not only like a, a spokesman, but um, like a dignitary. Like an ambassador and shit. Hmm. Like an almost something like an ambassador and shit. One who actually was um, said to structure the deal for the nation to to get money from out of Muammar Gaddafi. Uh huh. You know, I would assume that it had uh, better plans than what it ended up. You know, McCollum was working on it, but you know that 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 was some of the. Political work that he was able to do, you know, Khaled was in the same step like like Malcolm. He understood economics. He understood the people. He understood nation building. Well, exactly. Hmm. That's why they had to pretty much make sure they got rid of him. Hmm. But not only that, it's almost like um. Sister Camille was saying with the, the formula from Brother Coke, the capability plus intentions equals threat, that nigga was getting to the point where he was about to actually be able to make something really shake on a major scale. So they had to get rid of him. They had to move on him. Hmm. But yeah, I think it's a lot, of, a lot behind his assassination. It got to be looked into real, very highly thoroughly. Hmm. So that's, a, that's, that, that's why you had. That's why there's secret organizations. Cracker beast learned that valuable lesson long, 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 long motherfucking time ago. I'm sure they was following him. He went to I'm sure the FBI was on him the whole time he was traveling, doing whatever, wherever he went. I know they was probably following his ass. He probably knew it too. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway, that's what I like to hear, fam. Way to piece that shit up like OGs, man. It's a big picture out here. Just to me laying the shit out, you know what I'm saying? Niggas gotta be put in check. Niggas gotta stay focused on the beast. That's what I like. Cause niggas with niggas was mouth was watering hearing y'all niggas talk. So they was like, Yeah, look. Like, nah, nigga, everything is good. That's real shit. Mm. Uh, we like, over here. I got a family. And I apologize earlier. I just got off the slave. I didn't put in the 13-hour shift dealing with crackers. In the lab, my motherfucking eyes hurt, feet hurt. And I got off at 9, and I'm like, God damn it, I'm late calling the feet on the ground. So I apologize for that. But and and, and, and coming up about a little like that because that, that had a lot to do with it too other than his comments. But this question I got to ask. 
the third grave, the third grave felt like his father was assassinated. Hold on. Hold on. Say that again, Michael Ryan. Oh, the Sarah Gray felt like his father was assassinated. Oh, oh. Uh, no. Yo, I, yeah, no, from, from y'all. Because um, from what was told, he was telling Steve Coakley that he died in natural causes. And I've never... And, like, all of the things that I've seen for Fairgrain, and I've read up on them and read a little bit of his um, information, but there's nothing even really intimating how his father how his father died. It just say that, it, you know, they just let you know that he passed. Another question. What is the relationship with Fairgrain Farrakhan? I remember. I remember talking to Brother Coakley. He was saying like, Senate son was basically repudiating him and shit. Pretty much just talking some foul shit. Like he was never no dad to me and shit. He said he kind of just like basically he was on some other shit at the time after actually as he got a little older and shit. So it's like somebody got got the fucking with his head. But Brother Coakley specifically was telling me like, man, you should hear him talk about his dad like. You, you know, I mean, you wouldn't even think he was the same young boy that he was taking him around with the lectures with. And maybe niggas, you know. Well, I only asked that because I only asked that because Kylie loved that boy named his named his son after Farrakhan for the love, right? Yeah. Now, if this son who was named Farrakhan changed his name after his father died. He got a discontent for Farrakhan there, don't you? Don't when you assume? Yeah. Because the title you, you the title you two give yourself says a lot about yourself, right? He didn't want no connection at all to that man and changed his name to Farrakhan. So you know what, Maker, while you're saying that, I I heard a t- I heard a tale that college had had spoken to to his son Bo Farrakhan at a point in time and told him that listen, you know, um. And make it nowhere having that name Farrakhan. You know what I'm saying? And this is way after he had, you know, he was already out of the NOI and everything. But he had, I had told him that he wasn't really, he didn't think that he was going to be able to make it nowhere with that name. So, you know, I, I would say that he definitely wanted to make a disconnection from anything dealing with NOI. Period. Farrakhan. So my father made a mistake by naming me Farrakhan? That's what you're saying, brother boy? Indeed. Brother Bourne, that's what you're saying? Yeah, hey, look, that's what it seems like. That Farrah Gray, that, I, you know, my daddy can name me fucking Horseshoe. And, and if I change it, it's because I didn't like the name. I wouldn't go as far as to say, you know, my father, uh, you know, made a mistake and gave me the wrong name. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No, he made no mistake. He knew what the fuck he was doing when he when he wrote the last E on Horseshoe, feel me? <laughs> when he wrote the last N on Farrakhan, right? So he made no mistake. I can see him later after, like you said, later with the falling out, with him getting kicked out the nation and him telling his son, hey, man. Now, that can be him not telling the public. He telling the public that's his spiritual father, but then telling his son behind closed doors, yeah, man, you know, you ain't going to go nowhere with that last name. 
As a matter of fact, with that first name, that's his first name, Farrakhan. Why did his why did why did Farrakhan show up to shake Bill Clinton's hand after his daddy got killed? To, to show that he had broke the tie. That was a, that that picture right there was a picture made to to um, show to the people that he was safe. You know what I'm thinking, big bro. Another way. Let me ask another way. Why would Bill Clinton want to meet Khalid Muhammad's son? I'm I'm thinking about what uh, Brother Maddox said about um, with a black man, you got to have a, a, a two deaths, a physical death. And hold on, hold on, hold on. Bro. Watch this right. Watch this right quick, Brother Little. Why would Bill Clinton want to meet Khalid Muhammad's son? Oh, they recruited that nigga. Thank you, brother. Everything's military operations, baby. They ain't done to a point of games. They ain't, they ain't with that nigga to take this nigga on the trip around the world. They ain't making this nigga rich so he can motherfucking be at Disneyland every day. So he can be like King of Tamunda. That, 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 that ain't how it works. You're right about that. Is like I say, man. Taking hands too? I, man, see, my eyes got open for where I work, man. I'm video editor, so what fucked up, what changed my perspective is I know everything is edited. Everything is fucking edited. I don't give a fuck. If you use your toothbrush, your goddamn shoes, everything. Fucking edit. Okay, okay, proof, proof. If your clothes fucked up, they gonna sell that roster then. That Minnesota or something like that. Huh? And you got little tags on there. They then QC. They edit it. Everything's edited. Everything. See what I'm saying? So that 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 that's why it may seem like I ain't with education and read. It ain't that. I just learned everything is fucking edited. And now I know who the editors are. That's all that is. Like, my eyes wide open now. Like, before I didn't know these things. When you grow, you get information, you know different shit. And that shit is just, just fucks my world up now. Like, everything you got is edited. That's just, you got to understand that. Anything that comes to you has approval. Who's the people giving the approval? That's what I'll be saying. Who's the puppet masters? Yeah. All right. Yo, when you said that, though, that's a slick shit when you said QC. Everything goes through quality control. Right. Every, that's, 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 what, that's the process. I come for my editing, then it goes to QC, then it goes to the people. And that's how, that, that, that's the workflow. And during the editing, who's with the editor? The shadow, the puppeteers. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Now, I work at Warner Brothers. That's small company or big company. All right. Before that, I was working at Paramount, small company, big company, Dr. Phil show. He's trying to warn a brother right now. And that's all I be doing. That's all. So I don't want to take nothing, Mr. Screw, you know what I mean? So my apologies to my loved one, brother, Mick and Ryan. I really love the brother on everything. Uh, but I just, like, from my perspective of being an editor every day and knowing how everything is QC'd, 
and then release to the people with a barcode, a.k.a. ISBN number. I mean, what I'm supposed to do about it? Share the knowledge, right? All right. All right. Sure. I said, please don't shoot the messenger. I'm just, hey. I'm, no, I just have that because, brother, you know, why is the black power community raising so much about investigating Khalid Muhammad's murder and his own son ain't speaking up on it? Right, right. Yeah. Well, he already bought and paid for it. That was part of the deal, right? I'd like to That's share this with the family. Right. After you, brother, my bad. So, well, brother, Mickey Robert was talking about it was a negotiator. Who was his negotiator? Nah, who was his handler? Yeah, who the handler? Yeah, then who's the handler? Who's the puppet master? And what you said, Brother McGraw, Bill Clinton? Bill Clinton. It's funny because, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, the time he signed, the time he met him is the time when Bill Clinton signed that fucked up ass three strike shit. So, well, well, I just want to black people, black people thought that Clinton was really for black people. When he signed that shit, I didn't know nothing about it. I was, you know, I was a youngster, but I had the elder pull my coat and said, let me show you what this man signed off on. And Bill Clinton just recently in the public said he apologized and he made a fucked up decision for signing that bill. But look, but look, here's the kicker why you asked that question, why it's all coming up now. Ain't Hillary running for president? All right, all right, I'm done. Oh, it could be. Also, the New Black Panther Party pimping his uh, uh, legacy out, you know. Um, I want to share this with the family here. It must be said that the sudden wealth of his son, Farrakhan Muhammad, now known as Farrah Gray, is highly suspect after the death of his father. He is accepted in the mainstream as one of America's child millionaires. He also has written a book called Rillionaire, with no mention of his father or his legacy. He says in the book to be raised by his mother. I heard him speak on several occasions with Dr. Khalid. He was there when the attempt was made on Dr. Khalid's life in Riverside, California. There seems to be no information even linking him to his father on the Internet. Anyone who knows Khalid knows his son traveled with him constantly, and they were not rich by any stretch of the imagination. His son claims to have been a millionaire by the age of 14. When I met him, he was not rich. Dr. Khalid was an example of a warrior to all of us, and I'll leave it there. See, see, they gave him an offer he couldn't refuse. Well, now, listen, right, I got a question. See, this the other thing is when I said a handler, Farrakhan was young, so he had a handler. There was a handler that was prepping him for what he would do for, to meet Bill Clinton. You understand? Like, it was somebody who, who was in the inner circle who was there who helped maneuver him into where he at right now. A black face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a black you know? who was close to him, who was close to Khaled and was close to him, close enough to be his his confidant, to be his, you know, to be the handler. And nobody would be able to know the difference. I know the better. Because somebody, I can't say for certain at this point, 
a new Black Panther Party member, but somebody had this young man call Steve Coakley to tell him to let it go. These questions from Lake Zulu Shabazz. Well, well, you think his mom played in it in the whole joint? Think they 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 cast her out? If she ain't bodied out, she cast out. Yeah, she could have played that little uh, the buffer as the handler and what have you. You got to do an awesome feat of humanity or betrayal to go to the White House and shake the president without no Secret Service around. Repeat that one more time, brother. Make it right. People ain't hurt. <laughs> you got, you know what I mean. I mean, come on, man. You got to be doing a great service of humanity or betrayal to get a, you know, when that happens, it's not that you, you know, if if you can get some money and fly here to uh, Washington, you can meet the president. No, they pay for everything. Come get you, and then you get to go in the, in, into into the White House in his chambers and shake his hand. Look at Bill Clinton's smile. I'll put this in a uh, hangout. Look at Bill Clinton's smile when he's shaking his hand. Mm. It ain't no fake smile. It's like, I've been waiting to meet you, boy. Because mm-hmm. the only motherfucker that can get the collar would be family. Only people that can hurt you is somebody that knows you. I when I say family, family, and, you know, I, you know, outside family that's not, you know, family Shay. but not about blood. You know what I mean? I shake. The, one the, the Islam has always had the largest number of undercover cops in the organization. The nation of Islam makes a lot of their bread and butter off security services for top echelon motherfuckers. Now, how can you provide, I mean, let's, let's, look, let's look at the controversy that, uh, uh, Damn, what was that? What was that uh, uh, mercenary group that was in Iraq that was doing all kind of illegal shit? Was making the motherfuckers, the contractors were making more money than the troops over there, thirty, forty thousand dollars a month. Blackwater. Talking about Blackwater. Blackwater. Do you see how they liquidated that shit? Because what, you, you see what I'm saying? How could a, how could an organization like the Nation of Islam that got a couple assassination attempts on them, corruption, uh, organized crime, racketeering? Feel me? I'm not dry snitching on them. I'm speaking facts. Black because the most, the most larceny that they've been doing, the, 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 the assaults they've been doing have been on their own people. Malcolm even said that. And the fruit, the fruit body niggas. I've heard this before a lot of times. Brother Bourne probably can elaborate on that. Discipline from the fruit is like gang, like, like gang banging, basically. Nigga, you, you the fucked up, homie. You got to get disciplined. And I, didn't I say that earlier, Mr. Kameer? Like, they've been implicated in so much shit, but they ain't never been charged with no criminal. Ain't never been brought up with no criminal charges. Nah. Now, look, look how they did the little youngster from New York. What's his name? Shimmer? Look how they did his G9 crew. That's how the fans work. You see what I'm saying? They go after everybody. The fans don't even say, we're not going to take, you know, because most people, when they know, okay, we are one one organization, make our fuck up. So we have an agreement, make our we're going to let you go. It's easier to let you go than the whole organization fall. Okay, that's accepted. The fans know that. The fans say, no, 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 that ain't going to work this time. We won't. We're, we're bringing y'all down. 
We bringing y'all all the way down. Black Panthers. The Move Organization. Boom. Drop the damn bomb. 1985. The BLA. Black Liberation Army. God damn it. The whole. Uh, 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 it's another one out there in New York too. The brother Matulu Shakur's organization. I think he was BLA too. The brother wasn't doing nothing, but the brother was in the Bronx helping dope fiends kick the needle using acupuncture. And you know the feds shut his organization down? That's why he got into mischief. I'm going to say it again. Matulu Shakur, Tupac's uncle, was in New York. But in the Bronx, had a free clinic, helping heroin junkies kick the, kick the needle, and he used acupuncture. No chemicals. No methadone. No synthetic uh, 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 barbiturates. None of that. Yo, they shut his organization down. Yo, you know what some bullshit you saying that? I'm going to tell you some bullshit. Is right now, that's what the fuck they're using to keep you from fucking using drugs. Right now. That's the method that they're using. They will give your ass acupuncture. I've had acupuncture done. That shit works. Yep. It's not a permanent fix, but it's temporary. But that shit works. Yep. I had a fucked up flu. I had a badass flu. And I'm, I had like a whooping cough. I went to go see this little Chinese lady. I was in Tennessee, too. And goddamn me, nigga, she stuck a needle in, in the base of my, by my ankle was. She told me to cough and hold it. I had a nasty cough, nigga. I was like, oh. When she put that needle in it, that motherfucker sucked the cough out of my head. She put, she put needles she put needles in certain places, and she put the light on me. She knew I was black, so she put the light on me and was like, I'll be back in 30 minutes. And after 30 minutes, every 10 minutes after that, she would take one needle out, one needle out, and then I felt my whole blood circulation just shift. You feel me? Yo, Gave me two yeah. B12. I think I was out that motherfucker. I was good. You feel me? Yeah, I had it done. I, I had it done before. Yeah, I know it was done because I, I had it done in drug court. I got, I had a court case and they was making me go to drug court because I was smoking dust. And they had you take these motherfucking needles and they'll put them shits in your ears. And when they put them in your ears, the certain spots in your ears, that will stop you from craving shit. So they just smoke cigarettes. That shit makes you, you don't, you don't want no cigarettes. Like you said, they'd be like 30 minutes. You'd be like, yo, just lay there. Then every couple minutes, just take one out. Take one out. And they do. That shit works. As far as I could tell, it was working. Yeah, I heard like in your, in your situation, brother boy. I heard that they've been successful at getting nerve endings to regrow for people who've been, you know, uh, uh, paraplegic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I need to go check on them again, then. Yeah, next time you next time go tell them tell them fuck with your tell them fuck with fuck with your home leg area. Tell them tell them you know what I'm saying. I want you to flare up my nerves and my nervous system in my lower half. Feel me? No, I gotta go to a specialist now. I don't go to the motherfucking drug class no more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what about, what about you fucking got caught with a pack or something? They got to take that plea deal, huh? What <laughs> oh, that is? PC-1000, yeah. I, I, I want to sell in this. I, I use it. That deal, nigga, I was in there too long. So I said, fuck it. I'll take a deal. What you got? What you got over there? Drug case, okay, I take the drug store, nigga, okay, I take, I take that, I take the motherfucking scissors for roll, nigga, I take all that, just let me out, I get out, do as I it, okay, man, too many months in here, man. Derby said they got cures for that shit, too, bro, boom, Dr. Sebi said they deal with uh, paralysis as well. Yeah, 
I don't know how true it is, but I know he said that they can cure that shit. Then you had your boy Teddy Pendergrass back hand and shit. Then Teddy Pendergrass quit quit doing the treatment. I fuck with Dr. Teddy products, but he be busting niggas' heads. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, man, I got yeah. Utility bill, fuck with bus. I think I went there. I spent like one fifty, and all I got was like a month and a half worth of shit, though. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, I got to, I got to either make some more money, goddamn, and get help. Yeah. T- <laughs> shit, bus, nigga, that's that, that's a, that's a, that's a utility bill. That's like, yo, and listen, right? I got one of those products that you gotta have all this other stuff too to mix with it in order for you yeah. to have it right. And so, you know, you got to have the almond butter. Yo, almond butter is like eight dollars a jar, son. I got this shit that's supposed to be a shake. This shit eight dollars a jar, and I'm talking about buying it as cheap as possible. When you buy it out the store regular, that shit like twelve dollars a jar. You gotta take this and make a shake, and it only makes two shakes out of the fucking eight dollar jar. Plus you using this doctor safety shit. Then you gotta get pure agave, um, which is a, a type of sweetener. You gotta get pure agave. Sure, yeah. And then you got to go get the goddamn almond, uh, and then you gotta have the almond milk too. But at the end of the day, you ain't getting nothing but a shake. <laughs> the agave, the agave, the agave, you can get that. Well, here in California, you can get it because agave is what they use to make tequila. Like the cactus, right? What it, it, it's a form of cactus. You can eat that shit too. When I was in field school, we had a Native American come out, and uh, when we was out there doing excavating, we were finding all our roasting pits. Agave only grow in a certain elevation. We was finding that we was finding the roasting pits in mountain peaks, nigga. We 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 fucking fifteen hundred, you know, above sea level. You know what I mean? We overseeing the salt and sea, all that shit. So you know, so what they would do was they would take the agave and roast it, and it's just good, man. When you, when it's roasted, it tastes like pineapple. I call it I call it desert pineapple. You see what I'm saying? But it, it got a high sugar content, and it's funny because when you see it on agave, okay, you you know how aloe vera look, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine if aloe vera was fucking on a cactus or something. You know what I'm saying? Because it got that, it got a uh, a, a cactus type look, or, or what the brother just said. What did you just say, brother? <laughs> I need this good. No, I thought it was a cactus plant. It was a cactus plant. Succulent. That's where it came from. Succulent. Yeah. A succulent. It's called cactuses and shit. Succulent. So right. what it does is when it, when it, when it comes to maturity, it looks like a like a like a you know, like a, 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 a aloe vera bush. But when it comes to maturity, it sends a stock up. That stock will be like I seen fifteen feet stocks, and in the, and in the, uh, uh, and flowers, bees get the shit and everything, and this shit doing all this with little to no water, and I used to, I was using the uh, agave stocks, uh, uh, they're good to use for uh, sticks, they're good to burn too for starting fires too. That shit is real good, but this when the stock sticks out, the plants that's when the plant's gonna die. You know what I'm saying? So you you you, you that's 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 what you want. You want that stock and some of the bottom. And, and most when they make the tequila, they don't they get it before the stock grows out because they know it's gonna die, and they just cut it off and take the whole root and, and, and do the little distilling process. But it's it's high. The whole reason I'm bringing this shit up is because it's high in sugar content. So Native Americans was using that for years as, as refined uh as a sweetener, natural sweetener, before everybody got onto the hip shit. You know what I mean about 
you know, hey, sugar's bad for you. We need to switch it up. So, you know, go to the Mexican store because Mexicans are not everywhere now. So <laughs> go to, like, a Mexican store and buy the agave. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. No doubt. Hey, it's shit out here in Southern California to eat. I know I'm from I'm I'm out here a little while. Who else from Cali out here? Brother Hey Ru, brother Hey Ru. Okay, all that shit you see growing on the side of the freeway, that's mesquite. The beans, you can eat the beans, and you can press it for oil. I've been in the bush. I've been in the bush and seen coyotes eat motherfucking mesquite beans, and I, and I, that's the that shit fucked me up. That shit blew my mind away. We woke up the next morning, and I'm seeing dung everywhere. I'm like, oh, shit. I slept on my machete on top of a bitch, nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you said you y'all ate them, bro? Y'all just ate them, no, bro? No, no. You, you, uh, you can grind them, and you can cook them. You feel me? A lot of people, you know, I, if, if, I, if I was in the bush, I would, I would take them, pick them, and boil them. Because they got, like, a, a most desert, most desert uh, uh, plants... They got a resin on them because you know it's in the desert, and, and you know you ain't the only nigga that need water. Insects do too, so they'll grow a nice little waxy oil protection on it. Some of that should be, you know, it'll get you sick. And mesquite kind of got it on the hustle. I will boil mesquite before I eat it to get that flavor out. You know what I'm saying? But you can eat them. You can eat the beans. I've ate the beans raw before. You feel me? But the the okay, the mesquite pods look like look, look like sweet pea pods. You know what sweet pea look like? The green boy, yeah, like, yeah, green yeah, green yeah. like yeah. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, I know what you you're probably talking about. I seen them. Go up out right in your backyard. You probably, that shit you can eat that, they brown, food huh? I can eat. They brown, huh? Yeah, but that's when you know they're ready. Yep. Yeah. Chia. That's they another thing. Like Chia. I see them. Chia. It it uh it's it's a it's like a it's a nutty flavor. It looks like a uh a dying dandelion. But you, you you take it, you break it off, and you just shake it in your hand. And seeds will fall out, and the seeds they're kind of nutty. You can eat those seeds. Feel me? So is it the same color as dandelions? No, no it's not a dandelion. It looks like a dying dandelion. You know how a dandelion when somebody already blew the shit out. Mm-hmm. But they blew, you can still see some of the pretty, it looks like that and it's like it's dried out, like it's okay. dead. But it's it's alive like a motherfucker. You t- you can walk up to it, the roots run deep because it's a desert plant. Walk right up to it, break that joint off, and turn it upside down and shake it in your hand, and the seeds will fall out. Boom. Another thing you can eat out here, buckwheat. Buckwheat grow wild in California. You probably see it look like look like beige cotton, but a little bit of uh, hey, Ru. You feel me? Nigga, that's that's our flour. That's what we will be making our motherfucking pancakes out of and shit. You know what I'm saying? The women will be taking that the buckwheat on their knees with a grinding stone and the pestle, grinding that shit down, making the powder base, get a little water, a little salt, you know, whip it up, and that will be like our bread, you know, to make our uh uh or porridge. But but it, it, it's 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 cohesive enough for a bread though. Yeah, no, you can make pancakes with it, so the queen be making buckwheat pancakes. Yeah, buckwheat pancakes. That's really the tradition. Buckwheat pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> rabbit meat. That's what oh, niggas no. be eating. Buck, uh, 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 buckwheat pancakes, rabbit meat, and it's some wild berries out here. But the way I, where where I was finding wild berries, they was in higher elevation. And I know the ones down here in lower elevation. I I don't know too much about them yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Yeah, there's shit out here to eat, nigga. Mm-hmm. All your lettuce is a weed and cabbage. Y'all know cabbage and lettuce come from the same uh, stock? Hey, Pops. I know they I know they take a lot of goddamn water. I know that. What come first, cabbage or lettuce? The cabbage come first, huh? Then the next crop would be lettuce, huh? But it come from the same plant, huh? Okay, yeah, yeah. Same weed. My bad. It's a weed. Yeah, my bad. That's why, that's why I'm so meticulous with my info. My pops don't play. He be on my head. So I got a lot of, you know what I mean? I fuck my bad, Pop. <laughs> well, well, thank you for that because I did not know lettuce and cabbage was classified as a weed. A weed. Thank you. Yeah, they ain't got no nutritional value. They're just a filler. Yeah, Iceberg yeah. lettuce is the most useless shit you can fuck with. Romaine lettuce, it got a, it's more greener. That's when you know, see, don't fuck with them fruits that be like, uh, or vegetables that be pale, you know, like that lime green. You want a rich green, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's that means it's got it's rich in chlorophyll, enough chlorophyll that it can be drained, you know, or you can make a dye out of it. You know what I'm trying to say? When you when you squeeze lettuce, you don't get no pigment, you get all water. Yo, the only reason they put lettuce on the goddamn sandwich is because white people believe in the Bible, and the Bible says that they cover themselves up with that fig. So that's why they put them up for the leaf up there. That's, that's, what, that's the only reason why. Ain't no reason to put no lettuce on no sandwich at all. That's the just start of the gotcha. I think that was Ernest. Was that Ernest from Serrano or Pachanga? I think it was Ernest from Pachanga. Who, who, you, can, you can extract most color dyes from vegetables. They got to be real, you know what I mean? Because the oil base will be there. Why you? Well, in fact, most of the time when you when you press your oil, you can get a small uh, uh, pigment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like when you see them Africans in the bush, or you see uh, people in the rainforest, or you see indigenous people. That means non-European, whether they be in South America, whether they be in Africa, whether they be in Australia. First, they they they, they have pigment that they can still put on their body and paint. You be like, where are niggas getting all their motherfucking colors from? You feel me? Animal fat is the animal fat used for the base, but a lot of time they're getting it from the pigment of, of a lot of the foods they eat or roots they eat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, that's the same reason why, like, if you take a bunch of cherries and strawberries and shit and you eat a bunch of them and they juicy, that's just a dye your whole hands up. And uh, Brother mm-hmm. Mikaron, black power to your, your uh, father. Because uh, today I listened to one of your old shows. This was May 24th. And your father came on the line and uh, gave a lesson on the difference between English and American English. It's very informative. It's funny you said it because he's looking at me now. He know when I be on these shows, he's talking, he's talking, he's talking English, aren't you? Because <laughs> I'm talking and so forth. Well, he, you know, that's why I'm able. To, that's why I was able to go in with poverty ass. Because Brits like to talk shit about Americans. They use clever wit, you know what I'm saying, to get on us. By, but this ain't our language, no way. And, and once we know that, we can play it to our advantage because everybody that's black is really bilingual. We speak Ebonics and we speak proper English. Exactly. We want to. Exactly. Uh, I tell people that all the time. I say, yo, the youth is smart as hell. I say, they choose not to speak the fucking language. That's how you know the ones who ain't accepting the program. They choose not to do this shit. They choose to go against it. Just got to choose to fill them up with something else. Already. Because I know black people who, who can be who can be black and be on the phone 
and you wouldn't even know they were black. Sound white as hell. But I've never been fooled by a cracker trying to talk black. Never. I've never been fooled by no cracker on the phone trying to act black. I'm a spotty mouth, but I, I know niggas who can talk so good like crackers, the cracker won't even know. Feel me? Yo, well, like, but great. Hey. Come on in tomorrow. You know? Come on in tomorrow, Tom. Now, remember Damn, what? Tom. <laughs> I can speak the beast language when I need to. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when you ever came on and did that shit on the line one time. You came on the line and did that shit. It sounded like goddamn white girls. What the fuck? So the girls like, oh, uh, uh, see, we rolled down one day, man. She, y'all can do that shit sound just like a motherfucking valley white girl. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I didn't want to... I, I just was asking a question earlier, man, you know. You know, uh, while while we ratting about college, you know, want to inquire about his murder and calling it a murder, his own son is, you know what I mean? That's kind of weird. Just like his wife, uh, the one that he met in 1999, uh, was married to her up in 2000. She's not doing the same thing that you saw uh, Coretta uh, Scott King do and Betty Shabazz. She was part of it. She, uh, she was part of it. They, they, they said they came out, the Panther Party came out and said that it was natural causes. So they ride with the, they ride with natural causes. They ride with that. And back to what uh, Brother Minkara had brought up, how, you know, the nation ain't never been disbanded by this racist government, uh, n- nothing like that, even though there's corruption and all this other shit that's uh, been alleged. And you got the same thing that you could point to right now to the Black Panther Party beating up that elder Black Panther. Uh, I, who's been arrested? The man was broke. He had to have it wide shut. You don't arrest your agent. You got to have them niggas in the field. And according to them, you had two police outside the hotel that uh, Malik Shabazz had this Black Panther, new Black Panther uh, party uh, summit shit at. A few police kicked that elder, too. To make it more clear. Oh yeah, in berets, in black new Black Panther Party off off duty police officers, clean shaven. That's why I always question the nation. You know, some of our brothers, a black man ain't supposed to put no razor on his face. My mama told me that. Will you be Rocky Road? My pop told me that. Do it. <laughs> I said, son, my beard used to be like yours when it first started out. He said, I put that razor on my face when I went in the Army, and that was it. Rocky Road. You see some brothers, and they, uh, they cheek area is darker than they face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> see, every time, see, every time you shave, you put that razor, we got we got. Wolverine healing factor type shit with this melanin shit. You know what I'm saying? So when you when you agitate it, it's doing what it's supposed to do. You know what I mean? The way we keloid up, for example. You know what I mean? 
It might not swell up or shit like that, but it, it'll still have that, you know what I mean? It'll be rough. Yeah, you know what I mean? Scarification, you know what I mean? Little, little family members in Africa, when they do scarification, they're not doing that just for the sake of pain. They are familiar with how we heal. They're looking for that, that, that healing keloid process. They, they, they think it's, it's a form of beauty, you know what I mean? Family from uh, Ebos do that, you know what I'm saying? My family from Ebos, they, 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 you know, that's always been the Ebo trace, scarification, and, and, and you see some unique healing, something that's just like a tattoo, you feel me? And it's funny when you see them do it, they use just a dull razor, and then they'll always have a pot, or they'll have a, 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 whether it be a metal pot, or they made their own clay pot or something, and it's on the fire. It's the same way the brothers in the pen make ink. For tattoos, they'll take the lighter and, and, and put it up against some plastic or something, and that soot, you can take that soot, that little soot that's building that light, you can wipe it off or take a little knife and scrape it off, and that shit will fall to the ground. You put some water with it, and you can get some dye out that shit. So what the Africans were doing, they, they have, they'll have a, a pot that's been sitting on the fire for a long time until it get black, and then they'll flip it over, and then they'll go make your cuts, and the elder will come take his finger and rub it in that, car, in that carbon, and use that to sanitize the cut and wipe the charcoal right in your womb. No alcohol, just carbon. And it works. <laughs> it works. You see, family ain't all passed out. They still passing it down. That's that pure carbon, too. Burn from off that wood, just burned up. Mm. Oh, yeah. If left alone, we're going to go right back to doing our natural shit. You feel me? Hmm? All you need to do is start a fire. The luxury ain't been there. You know, niggas ain't going to panic. Oh, I don't have any matches. Mama, you gonna, gonna be. You got time on your hands. You know, you know, it takes two sticks, and before you know it, 15, 20 minutes later, you have two niggas. You know what I mean? Three niggas. They'll get a fire, you know, in a minute, left alone. You feel me? Yeah, they know the mechanics on how it works. Friction. Friction. That's all you need, friction. Yep. So, you feel me together. You be like, nah, man, later for that, we gonna figure this out. If you got some plastic around, piss in the bag. You get your magnifying glass on, make a fire. But, you know. But, yeah, get back to Smith. Yeah, the niggas was all police. All of them. The shit they get away with, man. I'm ready to see. I'm ready to see. I mean, they, goddamn, they even got the niggas from Atlanta. What was the niggas name from Atlanta? Uh, what was his name? Big Doughboy. Finna be a rapper. He's from Detroit, and then they cracked him. Jeezy uh, used to fuck with him. You know, all them niggas is getting all fucking... American gangster. I'm ready to see the nation of Islam on American gangster. They've been slinging more, but they move, they move more, they move more bean pies than niggas move bricks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm surprised the feds ain't fuck with. They probably pay taxes for that paper though. But I'm surprised. You know, 
little ticky tack shit like that. You know what I mean? Nothing. They even came. They even came. Well, Farrakhan probably ain't fucking with no baby. He's probably doing everything but that. Yeah, but see, the paper is a donation. But they even tore down the Wabians. They came up to the name. Let them niggas get a long line. They got some land. Niggas got that land, and they was like, okay, these niggas can buy fuck around and make something shake. They got to go. How much land did Dr. York have before they, 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 they fucked this shit up? Did he have, how much land did he have, or did he have any? When Snipes tried to get some land, I said, they said his land was about to be right next to Dr. York's land. My question is, how did he get the money to get that land? Uh-huh. Out of the people. Well, you know, they say he got the money out of the people. That's what they say. Uh, I'll say that. What's his nice support of the Nawabians? He has some actors. He has some black actors fucking with his shit. Wesley Snipes fucked with him. True indeed. You're right about that. That's why he was going to build mm-hmm. next to him. He did fuck with him. You're right about that. He, he he was supposed to do like a paramilitary, set up a paramilitary operation from what I was hearing. The same thing that, I, the same thing that came through the grapevine and me also. That shit was about to happen. He had he had some shit stuff because he already had he already had a bodyguard company. What he already had bodyguards and like personal you know like personal protection and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like Wesley not he not pretend with that martial arts shit. He ain't pretend. Okay. Matter of fact, he hosted the only black, all black uh, grand masters for a martial arts. Remember, he built with uh, he built with Doctor Clark too when he did that long walk in the sun or something like that. A great uh, documentary. A great mighty walk. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did that. That was his company anyway. The Armor Rock. Yeah, 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 yeah. He still got that film company, huh? I'm a raw film company, don't he? Nothing come new come out of it. I might have to check. Well, I haven't seen anything new come out of it as of yet. Because hmm. he got he got a lot of money off that Blade shit because new I'm a raw films was doing a lot of the film work. I think he just went for the big niggas put money in the distribution. So he he did a lot of that shit uh, in house. You know what I mean? Killing off of that. He's killing off that blade shit. He's killing off that everything. He got games and everything. He's killing off that blade shit. Love that shit. That shit is... I like... The movies I like watching is Blade, you know, Killing Crackers. Uh, What, what else? Uh, Goddamn me. King of Scotland. Gotta love that movie. When he hanging that cracker by the two hooks at the end of the movie, in my country, that shit so hard. What other movie, Killing Crackers? But wasn't that Kerry? Uh, uh, wasn't that Kerry Washington? That was uh, his wife in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, now, you know good and well, she never would have fucked no damn cracker. Ain't no way in hell she would have fucked that cracker in that movie. Not being his wife, ain't no way. Ain't, ain't nothing that nigga could have. Ain't nothing that white boy could have fucking told her to make her give up, give up, give her good shit up to them. That was the fakest part of that fucking movie. 
Well, she you done know, lost her way with that fucking bullshit scandal. Oh, oh yeah, she did. But uh, like that, though. Kerry Washington like that. She messed with the white boy. Yeah. Like, no, but I'm and I'm saying, in that movie, in, in, in this last King of Scotland. Oh, how they played be, it? Yeah, being Idi Amin's wife, she never would have fucked that white boy. Ain't mm-hmm. nothing she could have like, did. The way that they played it, yeah. like like Yeah, like she was just waiting desiring this, you know what I mean, that, 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 that milk of the white man, the romantic white man and shit. She <laughs> never would have fucked that motherfucking cracker. Cause she they try to pick up with his autobiography. Because in his autobiography, when you watch, uh, let's see. The, the French did a good documentary with Edie, I mean, right? And if you listen to that, 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 that section right there, they'll even openly say that, but this is how the French said it, and Edie, I mean, even said it. He got, when he was showing his children, you know what I mean? He got like 20 kids. Mm-hmm. He got like 10 kids that's from two to seven, like two to two to seven. This is my oldest one here. This is my ring here. This is here. You want your backyard to look like mine, right? And the first said he was, he even, uh, uh, what did he say? He uh, uh, divorced or put two of his wives in exile because they weren't revolutionary enough, end quote. Hmm. So I think they used them two as a parallel mm-hmm. to put in that. That movie was fiction. Don't get it twisted. The movie was fiction. He was the only real character, him being Idi Amin. You see what I'm saying? The yeah. movie, the historical truth was uh, uh, when he, he did kick out of the Asians, that's true. And that Palestinian hijack, that's true. And his killers was, was he had to liquidate, goddammit. He, took, he, he he had a successful court d'etat. God damn it, he had the clear house, right? Blacks, and he, he even knew in the 70s, there are black CIAs in Uganda. What's important about Uganda? Why was he, he I want black people to know Swahili. What was important about that? Colonialism. What a brother, Anthony. Anthony, you know what I'm talking about? British imperialism. Kenya and Uganda are new African states. That shit was called Zanzibar. That was the biggest slave port that the Arabs had. The Arabs didn't start practice, didn't stop. So the UN came over there, I think, in the 1900s, like 1912, 1925. That was the last slave. To prove my point, the name, you cannot find the name Uganda or Kenya prior to World War One or Two, Because that was Turkish Empire. No, 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 my bad. The Turks let the Arabs have that part of Africa because how close it was to Arabia. Look up. But to prove that what the brother was saying, I think that's, you know, going back to uh, Ibn Amin, because he said, they said he exiled two of his wives for not being revolutionary mm-hmm. enough. And then they used the fiction of, because it's really about the white boy. Pretty much. He knows. Yeah, you learn about the nature of the white boy. I mean, play that nigga like how immigrants get played over here. That's why I love watching that movie. I even go as far as to say he even knew in that movie, come on the movie now. He even knew, you know, that one of his wife, that type of wife would do it. You know, he wasn't no dummy. Yeah. Because if you see the first scene with the white boy, he was trying to fuck the white boy's wife. He wanted something that wasn't his, basically. You know what I mean? Yeah, have no right. See, why are you in Uganda? You want something that's not yours, right? 
you can't say you come in there. You know, that's beautiful. You know, African people ain't stupid. They know why uh, 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 other people are there in Africa. Why are you here? You just ask the question. Ask the Chinaman. He come over and talk, why are you here? They may be honest enough and say, hey, man, we're looking for refuge. We ain't got nowhere to go. But how many are going to say that when you're doing warmongering people? You know what I'm saying? But you to set up infrastructure. You ignorant motherfucker. You arrogant motherfucker. You hit the tape. You know what I'm saying? Something that's not sure. That's European culture. And, and that's the mm-hmm. biggest punishment in the black community. Is taking something that's not yours, huh? Stealing the black people is, is tremendous. I can't believe that nigga. <laughs> that's real. So when I was coming up, that's what the elders used to say. It was two things they can't stand, a liar and a thief. Mm-hmm. No, because they say if you're a liar, you're a steal. If you steal, you're a kill. Probably one of the illest flicks all time, though. Uh, uh, Rise that uh, spook who sat by the door. That's an ill ass flick right there, man. I ain't even gonna even lie. I've never read that book, brother. I read the book. You gotta see the movie. The, the book, book is better than the, the book is, is way it? better than the movie. Yeah. The only reason I say that is because they lay out such a sweet, a visual. Revolutionary blueprint, guerrilla warfare blueprint, revolutionary from the top to the bottom. The shit is this. It's a visual though, so you really can look at it and be like, damn. You know, you would probably have to modify a few things, but the shit is just so fucking raw. How old is that book, brother? I don't know. I never read the book. I just well, think the movie was done in the seventies. Was it done in the seventies? Mm-hmm. So. Then Van, Van Peebles did that, right? Mario Van Peebles. No, I don't even know who did the movie. Okay. You know, um, somebody gave me the book in paperback. Okay. My father gave me the book. Ready, but overheads like I don't understand the context of a spook that stand by the door. How how white folks are so they can so be entertained by running this world that the, the nigga being the slave, we are we are we have an opportunity to just listen in on a lot of shit that's going on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Michael. Why Michael Greenley? I was at slave. My only time I could say that for you. Is that the Michael Greenley? That's part of it. What I got from the book, but the the thing that stayed with me was to um, learn all that you could from the enemy, and then come back and teach it to the young people. You know, which we don't. Unfortunately, I haven't seen, you know, when I was a youngin out here, I ain't seen too many people, uh, those that was in the FBI, the few blacks or in the CIA and the, the blacks that was in the military, come back to the hood, come back to the projects and share that, that skill that they learn. Whether it's martial arts, weaponry, all that good shit, survival, 
So that part of the book and the movie, like I said, the book went into much more detail. And how he okay. came into it, he see, he came into it with an African consciousness. Well, the, the book was put out in 1969, but the movie the movie was produced by Ivan Dixon. That's who directed it, too. Ivan who? I don't know if Brother Miguel was looking no, for No, no, see, see. I don't know if he was the author or the director, the author of the book or the director of the movie. Brother B, when it, when it comes to movies, you got to look at who's the writer. The writer yeah, is in control of the movie. The director is in control of the, uh, of the visual aspect and the acting in the movie to fulfill what the writers want. That's all the director is. Well, the writer is Melvin Clay. Screenplay by Melvin Clay and um, Sam Greenlee, who wrote the book. But it was based on a novel by um, Sam Greenlee, but they got in red Melvin Clay. That was right, right. That's like like why Shonda Rhimes won, like why she is in 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 business right now because she's one of the best writers right now. Writers run the shit. Without writers, won't be no nothing. Mhm. Okay. So whenever you research, is it true? To, I know it probably is, but the writer who 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 who's the writer of the Empire? I never watched that show, but all my motherfucking cousins and shit's on it. Oh, I gotta get y'all watch Empire. Empire. Who's the writer of that show? Is he black or is she black? Or... That lead, no, I thought Empire lead. had a little. Well, I think it's a team of writers, but I know it's a, a little Jew. Yeah, I forget. I looked up that. Oh, that was the producer. I looked up. But ain't the flag a part of that? Lee Daniels, bitch yeah. ass. But Lee Daniels is a part of it. I mean, he's the one who came with, <laughs> with it, right? Danny Strong, them is the writers. Danny Strong and Lee Daniels. But I know it's the way I hear about motherfuckers talking about it. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, y'all be watching that shit. What's so sad is I, I got to question anybody from the hood that's watching that. Because you have to know that it's fraudulent. You know, I haven't seen one episode, but my people who watched it was clowning this shit when they had a nigga in prison. And then they supposed to take him in the basement, and he got a studio set up for him to bust out uh, some lyrics to have put out on the street. Come on, man. You can't, if you don't know now, let me know what you do. Cause I'm, I'm, you know, I'm running around to my folks. Like, I need to quit watching this bullshit. And this is who writing this motherfucker. People out. You know what I'm saying? It's a fag. Now, I just told you, it's, it's a fag named Lee Daniels and another fag yeah. small hat named Danny Strong. Yeah, they, they the money, though. That's the money. And um, But, yeah, so like you said before, they got a team. A team yeah, of writers. But them is the two... Yeah, them is the but see It's like if you ain't the top notch or you ain't in the union or you ain't a certain level, you won't get no credits because credits is money. Man. So that's what they look like. If you ID and be somebody and they ain't up there, that's because they ain't got paid. That's all that means. Don't mean they ain't worked on it. That just means they ain't getting the credit because it's extra money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, but they don't even got And, and corporate world titles is money. You feel me? You get a certain title, that means you're making a certain amount. And all the fag shit, though, it's like I can't see how that motherfucker, you know what I'm saying, can sit there and keep peeping that shit out with all the fag scenes and shit. It's like, bro, you know it's homo shit there. You know what I'm saying? I ain't knocking nigga for what he do, but I can't be watching no shit like that. You know on the real, them, them the motherfuckers have already been programmed already. They already susceptible. The, the virus working. 
Well, I'm yeah. a sure knocker, motherfucker. I tell you that much. Because that shit is no, sure no, enough no, poison. Like, sure hey. enough poison for the minds of our people. I mean, it's low down dirty poison. It's low. All right? It ain't even on the mm. level of the wire. You feel me? It's low. I never even seen it. Like I seen, I never really, I never even seen this shit. No, nah, you can't even compare that with the wire. I'm saying in terms of it's being like uh, uh, detrimental. It's 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 so. Oh, I say, on I, say, the, I, say, I got you, I got you, I got you. Yeah, the wire. I stopped watching all kind of movies like that when I realized, you know, what I'm saying that this was a pattern. The only time I got to see my people was in that kind of scenario on, on, on TV. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or on the big screen. It was that scenario. So I didn't know then at the time that it was propaganda, but you know what I'm saying? My sensibility was like, nah, I can't do this shit no more. Even I would say with that I shit, didn't though. I watch that shit too much, neither. Nah. Sometimes I've seen one time that season three when they, they brought the fag shit out. I was That's the point. I think I said that the nigga with the scar on his face. I had respect for that nigga. I, I had never seen. I've seen his acting before the wire. I mean, after the wire. So a nigga was like, man, that nigga, that nigga was really kissing that other nigga, wasn't he? Oh uh, yeah, that was tonguing. I was like, what the fuck? That was straight tonguing. I'm like, man, it's crazy. And they blew the nigga up too. You see, they blew the nigga up after he did his little shit with the wire. Then they put him in the gambler, and he was. He's been in a whole lot of motherfucking flicks. But the thing they forgot to tell the black community was that he was a fag. I just found that out. Mad people didn't... I I was like, yo, you got to watch The Wire. I don't watch none none of that shit like that. So I'm like, yo, you got to watch The Wire. You got to watch The Wire. The one thing that I'm sad is that nobody, nobody told me that they had watched this shit and this nigga was a fag in there. They told me about how he be in there wilding and all this shit. And I was like, yo, why wouldn't nobody say anything about him being a goddamn punk? Like, that shit disturbs Now, thinking about it, hearing y'all talk about it, that disturbs me now. That nobody mentions him being a fag all the time talking about how good the show was. But you know what, though? It wasn't even just dude. One of the hardest niggas in there, he got in a fight with a nigga in the joint, white boy. And then he beat the white boy up and turned around and pumped him in the ass and shit. I'm like, fuck, like, like, like he was hard. Like he's like, nigga, like I'm so tough, nigga, I, I could fuck you in the ass. They, they tried to ambush the nigga around the uh, kitchen or some shit. He's in the back. And he beat the ass and then fucked the white. He pumped. I was like, what the fuck is that shit? Slick Pushing shit out like homosexuality. Yeah, like the shit was tough though. He's like, yeah, come here, watch this. That's that's what they me. want, y'all brothers from the like, hood to say. The fuck? This was crazy, man. Hey, the so scene I, I, I seen was the nigga was. I remember my, I didn't believe this shit. My nigga, like, watch this shit. And it, it start off a nigga in the bed, and he getting dressed. And I'm like, nah, nah, this ain't worth going where I think it is, right? And and dude in the bed with the wet lips and the and the fucked up body, you know, the feminine body language and whatnot, and dude, I'm like, no, nah. and then he kissed the nigga, and that was it, I'm like, aww, because the nigga made, brother, uh, uh, he made a movie with Game, I'm like, why was Game fucking, I'm asking everybody who fuck with him now, like on some hood shit, I'm like, why would Game be fucking with this nigga, he's a good outside now, he's like all outside, like straight up. 
No, he's really a fag. In yeah, real that's what I'm life. saying. Like yeah, now, he fucks like, with men. Yeah, in real life. Yeah. Real fag. What's, what's his name? He's what's his name? I know he do. You can't kiss no man in the mouth like that unless and you're not fag. And not be no fag, yeah. What's his name? I don't know the nigga name. I just know what he looked yeah. like. I know he was Omar. Yeah. That's the one that was in the... He was in The Gambler, right? Like, he did the shit with uh, Marky Mark in The Gambler, the black dude that loaned him the money. I ain't never seen that, King. I, I can't say. Oh, okay. Okay. I seen The Gambler. He was in that motherfucker. I'm like, oh, this is dude right here. But now they didn't get that... Matter of fact, he was just in that movie with Queen Latifah where she's supposed to be playing the old school blues singer and she's on some dyke shit. Birds of a feather. Yeah. Nah, but I'm saying in the movie... She's like experimenting with fucking with all these females and shit while she's singing at these nightclubs and the whole. Listen, it was well, I didn't see the whole joint. I just saw a couple of little pieces from it and shit. Well, I'm saying if she's doing that, that's real shit. That's what she was doing when she was on tour, I guess. Yeah, like but she's birds of a feather, too fast. Yeah, it's wild shit, man. They pushing that agenda heavy. Yeah, man. Then they show you the fact. Look what you get. See, see them. See, they on the big screen together. See, you ain't getting you ain't getting luxury for nothing. And let's remember, Oprah's the one who made Lee Daniels with her white backers. The horrible movie, which I would not see and still have not. Motherfucking Precious. Precious, yeah, that's crazy shit. And that was the thing. Memory I'm serves like... correctly. That was his first movie. Mhm. Uh, I don't know. I ain't never seen that shit. I seen a little clip. I said, man, ain't nobody wants. And the bitch, you know, Precious is the bitch who played Precious is in the fucking Empire. She played a part in that shit. She got a role in that motherfucker. I refuse to watch any movies that are degrading to our people. Whether it's a movie or TV show, I, that's a stand I'm not moving off of. No doubt. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's another agenda that we got to pay attention to, the the homosexualization of the race. Because now, like, everything, every time they show you a transgender or a fag, they put less on that shit. There's got to be something they got to be heads up on. They got the the Atlanta show, right? Oh, shit. Love and hip-hop bullshit. I'm in love with a transgender. Like, they got a man who was a woman. Now, it's a man and a woman was a man was is a woman. Uh, whatever the fuck. A man who was once was a woman and a woman that once was a man, and now they together. What? Now they together. I'm going to be a man now. You be a woman now. Now let's get together. What? Now, who's going to get pregnant in this situation here? How's this going to look? That's beyond cracker beast insanity. Like, seriously. Yeah, how is this going to look? What kind of mess is this? And, and you wait and you do that madness. You do the cracker beast sexual perversion and blackface, right? Can't, where's the Cracker Beast show with Cracker Beast doing that bullshit? 
That's what I told somebody the other day. I'm like, they don't show that shit. They know they, they're the ones who participate in it the most, but every time they show it, they show us doing this shit. Yeah. But they're the ones, it's, it's their culture. So they'll make their little shows and they'll insinuate the shit, but they won't show no blatant, like, all-out scenes with the shit. But with us, it's like they got to push this agenda to make it seem like it's something that we just so fucking into. I mean, I'm like, man, that's some bullshit. Hmm. But I don't see why these niggas keep taking these roles, man. I'm like... Right. See, this is the thing, like you said, yo, what happens is, is that they use discretion with white programs. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Some shows got fags up there. Hold on, I, I gotta stop y'all real quick. That ain't true. Y'all just don't watch them shits. <laughs> I mean, so I don't mean like y'all mean like they how you putting it out there. Like some shows, they blatantly show you that this is fag, this is faggy fag. He walking around, woo woo woo. But some shows they don't just put a flaming fag mm. out there. But in almost all black shows, it's a blatant. You know, this is fag walking around. That's actual. Okay, because you you got to be talking about um, that Real Housewives shit. Because that's something that a couple of my sisters watch that they're no longer watching. That's what you was talking about when you said Atlanta? Yeah, nah, it's some Atlanta shit. Yeah, I don't know what Atlanta Yeah, was. the Real Housewives bullshit. What? Now, what? the interesting thing about the fag, the cracker fag who put this shit out, out of all of the Real Housewives that he got out, it's only Atlanta that you got black fags in, in, up on the screen with black women. The fags are so blatant in this show, they're wearing high heels. You don't see that with near one of the other ones that the fag cracker put out. I don't think that's a coincidence. Uh, it's an agenda. So they make a point to make sure they show a black man in a, in a dress, fagged up, sucking a dick, going down, some more other shit. It just, it's crazy. It's getting wild, man. I don't know, man. And they putting it to the point where the youth can see this shit just openly. Because a lot of the youth is the one that's watching this empire shit. I mean, I know my daughter, she eight, she she's 17, about to be 18. And you know what I'm saying? They be... They be they be looking forward to, to come and check this shit. She don't see this shit at my crib, but she at her mom's crib. Her mom be watching this shit with it. I'm like, why the fuck would you? Why is, how is this something you even sit down and watch with your child? Even at her being 17, you know what I'm saying? Just to set that shit off, like you know what I mean? You gonna do that shit? Do that shit in the privacy of your own, you know, setting. Don't don't expose her to that shit. Wow, oh, shit, dude. Mm-hmm. But then that goes to speak to the march and shit, <clears throat> where your boy got these motherfuckers, uh, got these motherfuckers talking this dumb shit, and yeah, you can't judge, you can't judge a fag because a pimp ain't no better than a fucking transgender. How's you any better? Like he said some shit. I was watching somebody shit. This nigga was talking some old shit, trying to equate. Oh, that was King Lowe's shit. He just did a little uh, post on that shit on the YouTube. Talking about Farrakhan, trying to compare homosexuality to other shit that niggas ain't going for no way. Like, niggas ain't for the pimp shit. Why? We know it's all wrong. You're trying to make it seem like, okay, for you to be on some pimp shit is the equivalent 
to a motherfucker being on some fag shit. So if you ain't gonna condemn pimps, then don't condemn fags. And he like, nigga, we ain't, we ain't to get, huh? Nah, I'm saying all he pretending though is though motherfuckers is all right with pimping. Yeah, knowing that. Knowing niggas yeah. ain't. Know what I'm saying? Knowing, knowing niggas ain't cool with it. Nobody pimping, nobody pimping out. Ain't nobody all right with you just running around murdering us. Murdering us. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's all right for you just poisoning us in the community. Nobody's all right with this shit. Like, oh, yeah, you could be. Nobody's saying, look, come on, you could be uh, African centered and moving forward with a BB for ODA. You move for African liberation while pimping. You know, I don't know if you had a stable of white bitches, you know, pimping them to a bunch of Chinese people, you might, you know, we might have to make a concession for that. Depending upon where your money's going. You <laughs> did. You understand what I'm saying, though? You know, the real shit, though. Nobody's really, nobody's on no shit like that. Where we just, hey, everybody okay? And Farrakhan, he always playing that dumb shit. He's a, he's a slick, he's a slick mouth dude, man. That's some slick mouth shit. He really a clown, though. But the niggas who don't ain't really thinkers. Can't fuck around and catch you up with the double talk, like Sister Camille was saying, what you were saying, that nigga is the master of double talk. But really, when you listen to him, the nigga just, he don't add up, man. His mathematics don't add up. And it don't take but a second to really hear him, and it don't add up. I can't even see why a lot of niggas even follow the nigga. You got niggas that still fuck with this nigga, man. Like back in the day, Professor Griff came out here in Columbus. He did a lecture, and I told him, man, I fucks for college. I went to Professor Griff. I gave him $100 just in his hand. Like, I know, you know what I mean? I'm trying to support whatever you're doing because I, I like what I see you doing. I said, I fucks with Khaled, but I see that Farrakhan had the nigga murked off, bro, as far as I'm concerned. Farrakhan's the agent. And he like, why are you saying that, bro? Matter of fact, he gave me his number. And he called me the next day. We exchanged numbers. He called me. And I and then he was like, well, I remember what you said at the lecture. Why'd you say that? I said, man, because... The way the niggas speak, you can tell the nigga talk with a forked tongue. And I said, I will fuck with Kyler, but I can't fuck with uh, Farrakhan. He was like, man, I know Kyler, but I was like, Kyler be dropping some jewels, man. When he bring, you know, it's like he did that goddamn Uncle Sam lecture. The nigga just brings some heat. He brings jewels. He was like, man, I know Kyler, man. Like, I I train with Kyler. Like, he really don't be... You know what I'm saying? Dropping all that. He not, you know what I mean? He not dropping all that. I'm like, man, well, I, the shit he drop, I can fuck with. I can't fuck with what Farrakhan bringing. And he was like, you know, pretty much Farrakhan, my spiritual teacher, man. Like, I believe in him, this, that, and the other. I'm like, all right. I'm like, it's cool. That's what you wrote. That's what, that's what you're rolling with. I don't feel the nigga when he speaks. I see an agent. And I believe he have call it, knock the fuck off. Ain't no, you know what I'm saying? So, but niggas still ride with the nigga. I don't know why. If they ride, they fuck with the nigga. Uh, trader tendencies. They fucks with the nigga, man. I don't know. That shit be pissing me off. If you, if blood you in, blood nigga, out, you, nigga. Blood in, blood pretty, out. Pretty much. That's what that is. <laughs> Tell him again, brother. <laughs> blood in, blood out. Man. Ain't nobody playing for shoot. Word to my grandma, <coughs> Barbara oh. Jean Taylor, R.I.P. We got to analyze Colin in the right perspective. Malcolm X, Malcolm X did a lot of things. But Malcolm X didn't ride no, and didn't have two Bentley uh, uh, Rolls Royce. 
You go around the old Plymouth. College did a lot of great things. He, he, he you know, it's just great. I'm not going to put no because he's, he, you know, what I'm saying, but I can assess the fact that he he did some. He took he. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do the Denzel thing training day. Yeah, and this business gotta have a little dirt on you for people to trust you. From me, no doubt. Yeah, you know he took a few gifts, and other things probably as well. And this this is my perspective, but y'all have to agree nothing. And that's why he didn't speak on certain things. Or he didn't speak on, a, you know, he never went against Farrakhan. Because when he when he said it, I'm older now. You know, I didn't read Walter Williams' book. And, you know, I know spirituality. That's Everybody got spirituality. That's your connection with the universe. Ain't nobody teach you about that. You were born with that. So for Farrakhan, for any nigga to say Farrakhan is a spiritual teacher, that's an omission. Even as a Muslim, because when I was a Muslim, I, I was, that, that's the luxury of being a Muslim. You can always, no one is higher, you know, I'm going to use a Muslim perspective. No one is higher than Allah. So you can critique anybody without repression. It's not, and if you do it in front of them, it's not backbiting. You feel me? So the fact that a Muslim would say he's a, you know, now if you're a bunch of, gang, a bunch of, a, a bunch of kufars, okay, I understand. You're going to ride with your Muslim brother. But come on, wallahi, Aki, you feel me? That nigga can be corrected, feel me? So, for you know, Khalid knew that. Khalid knew Nixon Islam and Orthodox Islam, feel me? But he never spoke out on Farrakhan. He didn't have to speak out on Farrakhan. He could have just... He dealt with what he thought was, 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 was you know... But he, the, but when they were supposed to meet before he died, that's the icing on the cake. They were supposed to meet before he died. And last speech, he said, I, I, I reached out to him. Kyle was telling us, right? I seen him at a funeral. That, uh, there was another brother there, and they met. And, and, and he said he was going to talk to him. And, and I asked him every question that was on my mind. And he said he would answer him. And Kyle died. And after Kyle died, Farrakhan had that fucked up, disrespectful ass speech. He did what white folks did. He beat you up and didn't tear you down. Kyle Muhammad was a, a beautiful black stallion. Yeah, a beautiful black stallion. But he had childhood issues, even insinuated that he may have homosexual tendencies. Come on, man. You see that? You see that, brother boy? That's, 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 that's what, uh, that's what Brother Automatic was talking about. There was one Say lecture again. where he did critique um, Farrakhan, and that was the mm-hmm. No Holds Bar lecture at the UAM. Was that No Holds Bar? Oh, mm-hmm. I, okay, I thought that was um, I thought that was the, the name of that was yeah. He did another one. Uh, oh well, no, 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 no. That was a, that was a, a line that he said. I'm at the crossroads in my life. At that one too. Yeah, yeah. At crossroads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing, too, is that, you know, just like Griff, like how is anybody, and, and this and, and this goes to the great Khalid Muhammad, at the end of the day, to ride with a motherfucker that you know called for the Delph of Malcolm, Farrakhan, that's a problem. That's a problem.
Mm-hmm. See, that's why I, my position is about the mind, okay? Because Professor Griff is nice with it, right? He know the martial arts and all that good shit. He obviously reads a little something, but his mind has to be. How how anything about Malcolm X? Let's not even talk about Dr. Khalid now. Anything mm-hmm. about Malcolm X, the nation, and Louis Farrakhan? How can you fuck with Louis Farrakhan? How can you do it on some real shit? That's real. You know what I think pissed Farrakhan off the most if you t- if you put a timeline with it too. Spike Lee made the movie Malcolm X, and even he knew there was no need to mention Farrakhan. Y'all, y'all noticed that, didn't? Excellent point. Farrakhan didn't like that shit afterwards, even though it led to a new rise in Nation of Islam numbers. It brought out Malcolm and everybody. Some niggas fuck with to see, just to see if the shit was still the same. Some, some fuck with it just to see if they get info on Malcolm X murder. Some just fuck with it just because it seemed like a good thing, even though Malcolm died. A lot of people went to the shit. But the numbers spoke. Because college was putting in work in them years right after. The nation was busy after 91. I think 91 was when the movie came out. I was 10, no, no, 82. I was 9 or 10 years old, something like that. That was the most powerful movie I've ever seen. And shots out to, uh, uh, that was one of his great movies, because a lot of movies Spike Lee did, he, 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 you know, but he did that one right. He had to. But very funny. That's it. Anytime you see somebody do something, that shit was uh, that was an excellent movie. He played that part very well. I think Denzel said he went to a motherfucking trance, fucking around, trying to uh, taking on the spirit of uh, 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 of of uh, brother Malcolm. But you remember your boy Spike. Spike was in the motherfucking movie too, so he ain't just direct that bitch. That nigga played his little his roadie and shit. Yeah, he was there hustling. Everybody's in the movie. Elijah Muhammad Shinny. Uh, uh, uh. What's uh, uh? That, that was that's a fallacy. That's a fallacy. The Bart, the autobiography and the movie are different. Yeah. Uh, the the fallacy was the brother. Who he met in jail to convert him to the, to, to Islam. <laughs> he didn't. Yeah. That, 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 his own that brother, his own brother, was the one who did that. Connected. Yeah. And when Malcolm got out of jail, he went to see Malcolm. Had Malcolm had. I'm going off the top of my head. I think he was like one of six. All his brothers converted to Nation of Islam while he was in jail, and told him about it and brought him to the teacher. This is an autobiography, and the cold part is the brother who brought him into the shit. Went against the teachers and got exiled. Mm-hmm. They don't talk about them. They do the same shit that the Jehovah Witnesses do when you get exiled. Nobody can talk to you, no nothing. You cut off from all the believers. None of the believers can be in contact with anybody who's been exiled. Uh, ours and well, right now, right now, my brother's my brother's friend. They grew up together. His name was the name, name Michael Beard. He was adopted. His parents was fucking uh, no witnesses. He started smoking weed, something. 
They exiled him. I mean, this nigga, had a, we used to go play drill games at his house and everything. They exiled him. Homeless and everything. Feel me? Now, no teeth in his mouth. Fucked up. Feel me? They so, that shit is psychologically fucked up. Feel me? They, all of them do that shit, I noticed. The Nuwabians will put you in exile. They have an exile treatment. That's, that's the European shit. Exactly. That's what I was saying. Because the first to do it in America was the whole oh, witnesses. They were the first to do it in America. Feel me? Respect, but but sister Kavia, right? Niggas fucking with this nigga, and it's obvious that the nigga been responsible for two major, uh, you know, what I'm saying two major cats, especially just knowing that he did Malcolm the way he did him. Nigga, ain't ain't nothing to really have to be looking at, motherfucker. If you really give a fuck about Malcolm, you'd have kept it moving, or at least called the nigga out to the point where, like we say, isolate the nigga. And that's what I find troubling, brother. Because we're not talking about weak men, if yeah. you know what I'm saying. We're talking about men that's nice with it. Nice with the physical combat and all that good shit. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with them? When you got mm. Dr. Ben, an elder, old and blind. Elder blind. Brave enough, got more coverage than a man in his prime that know the arts and all this good shit. They can stand up there and speak the truth about this motherfucker, and they can't? What's wrong then? Got to be the fucking mind. There's a saying that a brother hit me with that fucked me up this summer. He hit me with the fact that with, with the Cracker Beast role and, 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 and how the Cracker Beast uh, set up is, you know, the intelligent or the man with the information, the knowledge controls the strong. And the strong prey on the weak, referring to the masses. That's the setup. No doubt. And they put another time frame on, on, on Farrakhan. Why you ain't going to the Million Man March? You got a million more reasons. There's another reason why. After the time, putting with the timeline, after the uh, movie came out, and he came out, yes, that's how a nation deal with a traitor. And if they, and if we deal with a traitor, and you ain't basically who business is yours? You thought he got away with that shit? Malcolm X's daughter, right on that nigga's heels, like Sister Camille be on those nigga's heels, right? Crushed his ass in that little interview, right? Go to jail for allegedly plotting to kill this nigga. Locked up. Too much shit surround Farrakhan and to him to be a leadable organization for his organization not to crumble. Feel me? After that, her son. The one, the one, the one interviewing him. The one looked just like Malcolm. Feel me? They even got this shit in detail. She wouldn't. Have, that's how you know. That's how you know that the shit was set up. They set this shit up. She wouldn't hire the hitman, and, and that's how they called it, right? Oh, this is Farrakhan. Uh, 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 the point when Clark, my daughter, Diana Clark said he was a police informer. This, this is one sketch right here. She go to jail, and she the guardian of her. 
the only male heir to the little to the Malcolm little name. Malcolm X, right? The only male. He got to go stay with his granny because mama in jail for attempted murder. I say. Mm-hmm. While granny, while he's staying with granny, mysterious a mysterious fire breaks out. He escapes, but Betty Shabazz, Malcolm X's wife, dies in the fire. No, no, no. She survived the fire. She died afterward. You know how excruciating that shit is? Burned all over your body, right? He go to jail for allegedly starting the fire. Now, y'all don't mean to tell. We talking about a conspiracy shit. But come on, man. That's too quick, too soon, too swift, too clean. Let's rewind. The nigga Farrakhan talking reckless, he mad about not being included in the Malcolm X's movie. He tired of people venerating Malcolm and not him. So he talked talk recklessly about punishing Malcolm. And then, no, Faye's family is still living. Who remember this shit? Who remember the exile? Who remember the death threats? One of Malcolm X's daughters who was there when she seen her puppy, her daddy, get killed. I applauded her for not even trying to kill a nigga on stage right there on the interview. Yeah, my heart was scared that quick. Watch that, watch that, watch that interview. He was scared as a motherfucker. And he came out, she was coming up with Sister Camille, and he couldn't take him because if you look how he's looking, I can't believe this woman talking to me like this. And she hitting him with, she had her father's intellect. She was just a female, feel me? And Wesley Dean Muhammad sitting on the side tearing his ass up too. My mother, the I'm going to ask my mama about this nigga Farron Farah Muhammad, right? Chewing him from the left. After that shit, she allegedly, now you know assassination attempts is federal. There ain't no state shit. This is a leader of an organization, right? So that's fair time. He, she in jail, boom. The only way you can get the only way they could get to the heir of the throne is if he ain't if, if he ain't got no guardians, right? I say. Let's that was keep some going, bullshit, too, brother. That was some bullshit mm-hmm. uh, uh, arrest on, on the attempted murder of Mal uh, of uh, Farrakhan. That was some bullshit. That sounds like Farrakhan telling his folks to put a restraining order on her. Watch her. Because she got the heir to the throne. He's going to stay with Granny. Now that Granny's a little older now, feel me? She ain't got no sons. Because my uncle may have no sons. A fire allegedly started. Allegedly, he started it. He So his mama go to jail for uh, trying to assassinate Farrakhan. His grandmother dies in a fire. He gets blamed for the fire, and he gets sent to prison. And wasn't he like 12, 13 the most? 12, 13. They coerced him to sign. He get out and didn't let their shit stop him. Kept pushing. Switched over to Shia Islam, which is radical. Because he going, that's Persian Islam. That's Iran Islam. Duke got a nice little following. Get an interview from them. 
I encourage anybody to watch that motherfucker. He can fuck with New York. He can fuck with everywhere he travel. They know who he is. They know who the tree he came from. All it's not a coincidence that he get murdered, Malcolm X get murdered, and Malcolm X daddy get murdered. You don't think crackers know bloodlines of radical Negroes? The little family. <laughs> His daddy was right. That's a slave name, right? Malcolm Little. His daddy was be- that part is real too. He was assassinated by the KKK for being the Garveyite. His his son Malcolm X get assassinated. Malik Shabazz get assassinated in Mexico trying to get to Iran, get beat to death and thrown off a building in Mexico. That don't sound like no CIA op shit. Okay. We watch Born Identity. We watch all these CIA op shits and they everywhere but America. And them niggas look like they live out there and they kill us, right? You don't see them over here. We got Malcolm Little out there, his grandsons out there. Uh, uh, he, he's trying to work with some. I don't know what he was doing. They stopped the nigga from JMK trying to get to fucking Iran. Hell, didn't Nick. tell nobody where that, that didn't disclose the information. Trying to get out there via Mexico. Feel me? Boom. Connect them dots. Let's be one. Let's go back. The new Malcolm Black Martyrs. Malcolm is dead. His granny is dead. His mama just got out of jail, I think. She's probably on some federal probation type shit. You see what I'm saying? They punished this family. Hard. Relentless. And shouts out to Kibella Shabazz, who had to see her father get assassinated and had to bury her only son. That's some sad shit. But it's real. So this shit is active. Black power. Black power, yo. Black power, man. You about to say something, Brother Little? I was just adding on a new uh, Blackwater is out in, in, in Mexico, too. In South America, that's where, all the, that's where all the hitmen, all the killers of the world train. First of all, the mercenaries. "Quote unquote contractors." That was that. I learned that from KPFK. Well, the interesting thing too is that uh, I can't recall the cracker beast name that a uh, form Blackwater, but he come from money, and he happens to be a religious conservative. And if memory serves correct, I started that shit down in Texas. Yep, that damn Lone Star. Yeah, here, Oil Baby, you right. I forgot his fucking name, too, but uh, yeah, you you won't. After all that Minkara, Brother Minkara has laid out, anybody in 2015 saying black power and riding with Farrakhan, somebody I can't fuck with, 
see the universe got to explain himself. Tyra King, I cut you off. I was just gonna say the universal tie to all that is masonry. Guarantee you, them niggas saying that they masons too. For Jeannie and Umar to be there, for Bistro, aka Unk, to be there, for Sarnetta to be there, not one video that I know of, I haven't listened to Jeannie's show. Can't say, somebody have, you can tell me. Were they getting that Farrakhan for having the, wife, the one wife and then the children from them young women that the nation? Uh, set was lying, called prostitutes and all that good shit, as well, that they called for the death of Malcolm to have them on the stage, for him to have them on the stage, bigging them up, right? That's crazy. For him to paint one of the world's greatest rapists and enslavers, Thomas Jefferson, as an, a liberator of our people. That's two. To be out there singing the praises of the religion perversion, made-up bullshit Jesus. That's number three. Not one. I hear not one voice from the people that I name going in on that bullshit that he put out there that touched the ears of those that were younger than them that were there. Mm-hmm. Farrakhan could never fuck with Malcolm, and he tried to talk like Malcolm. He could not fuck with Malcolm because he stayed too. Malcolm was and is still this shit because Malcolm stayed in his in politics. Don't forget and keep, and watch these motherfuckers. Feel me? Don't forget and watch these motherfuckers. And then and he used religion as the good luck charm. Feel me? And we're going to be successful because we got our God on our side. Farrakhan dwelled too much on the, like Sister Clear said, the religious perversion and that type of theology. He realized he, he focuses too much on that. He has to because uh, a pimp named Polite said he was slipping when he said it. He was talking about, he said, nonprofit organizations can only exist because, what did he say? Uh, uh, a president signed this shit into action. Was it Lyndon? I think it was Lyndon B. Johnson. Or, I want to get this shit right. Yeah, Lyndon B. Johnson. Who signed it? But the thing is, they they cannot talk about any politics, anybody running for politics, or anything under that context of politics. And they can exist as being tax exempt. Yeah, that's the 501-3C. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So that's why he has to. Did he? I ain't. I still haven't watched anything on that march. Ain't seen no data footage, nothing. But I'm pretty sure he didn't mention nothing about Chicago. And we ain't finna stand for that shit. If you kill another black man in Chicago, nothing like that. Nothing about Ferguson, really. I'm pretty sure he didn't talk about none of that shit. It was atonement, healing, a lot of smiling, a lot of pausing, a lot of sweat wiping. Out of Bible talk. If only we would just get our shit together and listen to this white man, we'd be all right. 
people with me. <laughs> I need 10,000. <laughs> I'm going to keep it 100 to uh, King Lowe, one of the few cats I know. He, he called uh, Genie out. Pulled the cover off of Genie and Umar a while, a long time ago. When his first couple of walks, I blew the niggas out. He blew Genie out the water a long time ago. But in that video he did recently, he he did a beautiful job again, showing yeah. them together at that motherfucking bullshit march. Yeah, he did. That and was black power to King Low for being bold enough, just like Malcolm and just like Doctor Clark to get out there and speak the motherfucking truth about black traders and charlatans. Black power to King Low. I got black power. That's my nigga. It's because of him I even heard of y'all's show when I first tuned in. When he got his shit up, he had y'all posted on his shit. Right, let me check out what name the affiliate branch. He be getting back here. Like I say, you know, I wasn't built one there. You know, one of the reasons why is just near toxic land and we just begging for something, a little piece of something that belonged to you at any point in time they wanted that not the back that they gave it to you. Say that again, Brother Warren. I'm saying, you know, um, at, the end, at the end of the day, you gotta watch what you're giving. Because if you're not, if you if not, you end up getting, you end up taking the wrong thing. Yeah. And I'm looking at Bistro as bought and paid for. That's where I'm at with it right now. Could I ask a question? One life to live, one life to live. I'm just saying, though, uh, did, uh, what do y'all think about the, the Islam Islam and the rise of Islam and the, and the, and the, and the government's uh, manipulation of uh, basically the black black man in, during the 50s and 60s when Islam basically was was put into a public view in the media eyes and kind of portrayed as a positive thing, and then then they want to demonize it now. Who's asking this question? One lot to live. Who? Who's that? Who's asking the question? One lot to live in the in the chat room. I don't think nothing about that bullshit. Okay. Um, one life to live, whoever that is in the chat room, you obviously are, 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 are I don't know. I, I don't see it that way. Uh, I don't want to disrespect you nothing like that. I don't see it that way, you know. In fact, uh, right now, if, if you're pointing to, um, I need to see where the media, media articles are that's uh, demonizing the nation of Islam. You know, prior, right before the march, you had Washington Post try to paint Farrakhan as B 
being radical. I just looked at that as trying to calm people to come, those that are of a BB for 48 mindset, to come to that bullshit. I need to see where 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 they making a uh, making the nation of Islam looking bad. Well, I just seen an article, Sister Camille, where they saying that they about to hook up with the NOI so they can go into the neighborhoods of Chicago, clean up Chicago. They're gonna be the new ambassadors of the city or something like that. Okay. Don't sound negative to me. Out of Chicago, them young niggas gonna run him right up out of there. That's what I'm saying though. Is uh, is that is that in in, in the 50s and 60s they they wasn't ready for the onset of uh, Islam in this country yet, and that's why Brother Malcolm unfortunately got um, you know whatever they you know whatever happened in Malcolm I I mean I feel bad but. Let me ask you: Do you do you feel that the nation had a role in, in Malcolm's Malcolm's assassination? No, that's a problem. Oh. See, I didn't want to judge you in, until I, I got that from you. Hold on one second. But this is this is a question. Let, let me ask you now, bro. I just wanted. Hold on, hold on. I just wanted to ask a question real quick, Michael. It was an omission that I that I just got, and I, and I needed to get clarification. Did you state that the in the fifties and sixties we were not ready for Islam yet? I said that basically that the United States was not trying to like see that in the media. No, no, I think I think Islam was. I think Islam is is definitely something that has been. Uh, you know, like like on a back burner as far as uh, like use. I mean, they be, they be using us. Oh, 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 oh. us. Where, where are you calling from, oh, by oh. the way? <laughs> I'm not understanding you. A one life to live. Where you calling from? I'm just saying though, though like y'all, don't, you're not. I mean, you don't have to feel me though. I'm just saying though, like. They, uh, one life black, to live. Though, I just asked you a question. No disrespect. Where you calling from? I mean, that, that's neither here nor there. I'm no, it is. Like, it is here or there because I just it's asked neither you. Neither here nor there. No, it is because I asked ask you me. a question. Where you are you calling ask. from? That shouldn't be a problem for you to answer that. It ain't no problem. It's a problem. So where you problem. calling from? I don't need yeah, to tell you that. It's my problem. You know, because I'm, I'm hearing, like, uh, crackiness in his voice. I, I don't know who I'm talking to. <laughs> he turned into an Arab. At first, I thought he was black. Then he turned Arab. <laughs> I need that question answered. I'm not letting it go. I'm from the Bay. From, from the what? I'm from the gay area. Oh, you from Cali? Oh, okay. I'm from the, uh, I'm from the Bay. Okay. All right. Go ahead, right. brother. Let him talk, y'all. Let him talk. He just do a little bit. Well, let him talk, brother. It's going to take a lot. I just want to ask the question about the Islam. It's not being used enough or something like that, or it's been on a back burner as though that there would be a point in time. Are you saying that that there would be a point in time when it could be used properly? Basically, that the, uh, you know, Islam has been like, it should have, I think, I, I, I support Brother Mal- Malcolm when he came out with Islam was definitely the right time for it. But 
I think that the, the fucked up ass Cracker Beast was trying to basically take. Cracker Beast, that's interesting you use that. Hmm. You said it. One Life to Live, you wasn't on the line when I said it. I've been looking at this all, all night. I've been listening. Now when I negative. Yo, you know what's a trip, though? I'm trying to say that, yo, the, the black man has been used since the 50s and the 60s. They've been used. Basically, Islam was propagated by Farrakhan. Y'all know that already. Y'all, y'all already know that. Malcolm was used straight up. Y'all already know that. I don't know I'm none of that. To, That's your opinion. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. So I need you to speak for yourself. See, I'm not speaking for you, so you shouldn't speak for the rest of the family. Give I'm not, your I'm not, own I don't opinion. hate you. I don't hate you. Look, I'm, Give your I'm own opinion. Saying. That's all I'm saying. Don't speak for the family. You are speaking now. <sighs> Give your own opinion. And I just want to ask you, have you been a, are you a Muslim? I'm just mute. Why do I need to be Muslim? No, I just no asked the question. Muslim, we ask it all you. Uh, I'm not Muslim. Oh, all right. Can I? Can I? Can I? I, I speak Cali talks. So can I talk to this brother from the gate right quick? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, part of the family, man. You know what I'm saying? They they they're back east. You know they were like cutting. You know, meeting vegetables. Now, brother, are you saying like in regard to how America's accepting Islam now, prior to the fifties and sixties? That's the context you're talking about, right? Yeah, basically what I'm saying is that right now, Islam is being propagated in the media as like a negative thing. Like, oh shit, we got extremists. They want you dead. You know, they want to look out. You know, like, but 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 back in the day. When Malcolm brought it out, when the whole nation of Islam was basically coming to fruition, the way I see it, it was stifled because it wasn't time for it yet in the eyes of the of powers that be. Now, I agree with you to that extent because since 9-11, Islam... It's, it's like they're getting bad media play, but they're also getting good exposure in America. For example, there's never been this many Arabs in America. Never. There are more Arabs in America, especially in Southern California, probably up there where you at. They like this area because they say it's, it's like over there in the Middle Eastern, you know what I'm saying, in Southern California. There have been more Arabs. There have been at least... Uh, a massive increase all since 9-11. So on one hand, they're getting this terrorist propaganda media play. But on the other hand, like, for example, they teach, they have, they started teaching Arabic as a second language next to French. This shit didn't happen until 9-11. What? You didn't have these many mosques. Yes. Yes. I went, when I went to the community college, my nigga, I didn't want, I was a Muslim at the time too. I, I, I used to be a Muslim. So, uh, uh, me and Heyru, the brother, hey, Roddy, if he listening, we went to community college. We didn't, we didn't go to, uh, uh, we didn't want to learn French or Spanish, so we chose Arabic. And the class was taught. Peep this out. And, and, and this bitch's credentials, I, I'm calling her a bitch because she's, you know, she was a fucking Arab. But her credentials was far more exceeding than any motherfucking community college to be a linguist. Because she was from France, but she was Syrian, and she spoke, she spoke English. But she, Yo, 
Oh, no, you can't be calling a woman a bitch, though, because you know what? It doesn't matter if whether they're Arab or not. <laughs> okay, talk that Cali talk to him, brother Minkara. <laughs> no, 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 for the sake of the discussion, for the sake of the discussion, because I want him to listen to what I'm talking about. I want, you know, I, got I want you. to listen to what I'm talking about. I just wanted so to make that clarification, though. Okay, okay. Well, she was a, uh, she was a wench then. You'll take that one, right? She was a, she was a wench. <laughs> she was a wench. I'm gonna use that one then. She was a wench. I like you. She, had, I like you. she looked like the uh you seen you seen uh Wizard of Oz? She looked like the wicked witch with a gang of white makeup on. Okay, so now she spoke English, but she was raised in France. But she was Arab. So she had a fucked up the worst people, the worst accent you would hear is a French motherfucker who don't know a lot of English. They sound worse than Mexicans. They got a fucked up accent. So she had a French accent. She was Syrian. But yeah, she was she taught us Arabic. So the people, well, you know, I'm aggressive. We'll get back to what you're saying. Islam has been getting a lot of love since 9-11. Politics. There has never been this many mosques pop up. I don't remember the shit. I don't even remember Arabs going, you, going to school hey, with them. Hey, you feel me? You see what I'm saying, though? It, says, it, it just seems like it's everywhere now. And then why back in the day when family is trying to bring things together and they want to combine religion and state, you know, politics with um, with religion, they want to stifle it. That was never the role of the nation. That's what made Malcolm separate and different, and Malcolm actually speaks on that. All right. I want to know if you, who do you think was involved in the assassination of Malcolm X? You said you don't think the nation had nothing to do with that. Am I saying that correct? I don't want to uh, misquote you. Come here, you, you, you. Black <laughs> No, you know, sometimes family come to learn, though. Sometimes family come to learn. So, he, no, you know. Sorry, I muted myself out right there. My bad. Uh, I accidentally pressed mute. But I was speaking to myself. My bad. <laughs> uh, what I was trying to say was basically that uh, I definitely think that the, that the nation was staged to take Malcolm out. That there was people that were put into a position to take Malcolm out, but they needed to pay their bills. I didn't say that again. That that went past me because I want to I want to make sure because I didn't hear you if you agreed or not that I had thought I heard you say that you felt the nation had nothing to do with his assassination initially. Okay, well, basically, there's two. There's two. No, I want to make sure. Did you did told you or did you not say that? I I mean, yes, initially I did, but let me retract my statement. Okay, let me recant basically, and I'll just say this: that basically, yes, the nation was involved in it, but no, they didn't even know that they had a that they was playing the part that they was that they was playing. Feel me? Like, you're being used. That's, that's, that's the way I see it. We was being used. We're straight being used on, on, on all, all, all fronts. Like, 
even the guys that probably did the killing was like, you know, needed to pay their bills. They had they had babies to feed. They had families to feed. I see what you're saying. Like basically, the system set the whole shit up so it looked like black on black. But you saying the power structure is the one ultimately yeah. that took them out. How old, how old are you, bro? How old are you, young bro? If you don't mind me asking. I'm forty. Okay. Oh. Okay. So, do you recall? Are you aware of Farrakhan for one calling for his death? Black Power. Yeah. Power. Uh, well, yeah. Sorry. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. I'm aware of that. Okay. That's why I was saying earlier about Farrakhan being playing the part of the CIA, because I believe that Farrakhan was 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 playing both sides. Mm-hmm. The double agent. Yep. No doubt. But you said that I, in the beginning, you said that you didn't think the nation had nothing to do with it. So I guess you be, you, you said you recanted your statement. Well, so I got I'll be Okay. Yeah, the circumstances in which the question was asked was kind of, you know, <laughs> pressure. Just to come in and put pressure on the motherfucker, boy. You got the I thought I was, well, I thought it was straightforward. You know, and, <laughs> and, and I, yeah. I want to ask him, what is his position on Farrakhan 2015 and what was uh, and your position on the march that happened 1010? Are we talking, what are you talking about, the Million Man March? Well, I want to know how you, what do you feel about Farrakhan? I personally think he's a pawn. Mm-hmm. What do you mean and by I say that? that I, I, I say that because, like, look, if you think about it, right, like, he's the only, he's one of the only brothers in the mainstream media right now with this much uh, credit. What do you mean by credit? Well, first of all, why is he getting so much publication? I agree with you saying the pawn. Why is this message so important? Go ahead, brother. I agree with you saying with regards to him being the pawn. That's the only role he could play. I wouldn't even credit him with being a double agent because you got to to be able... You have to Mark. have something given the motherfucking agency to be a double agency. That nigga's a police informant. Who else would he answer to other than the white man? But he's not a double agent. He don't report back to us nothing that they, they go on. I so he, he he's on the other side for sure, and he's a pawn for them. I, I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that so much. Which, I mean, no, he, he's, he, he's probably just as much of a pawn as the, the brothers that killed Malcolm. He, they probably believed in their principles. They probably have principles, things that they stood by, too. As well. I, I'm really, ultimately, I'm probably sounding boring. Well, no, you got All me I, fucked up with with the last part. Because it's like, I feel like you're making an excuse for the unexcusable. A black traitor is a black fucking traitor. I don't give a damn. If you're going to betray your people freedom from this slave society, because you got to put food on your table at the moment, that's a problem. 
Look, look what Malcolm sacrificed for us. I don't see no justification. Same thing with the talented Mr. Ripley, a.k.a. Farrakhan. Because if you saw his original pictures, you know he didn't have work done. And just like the talented Mr. Ripley, he played the violin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that. I ain't even clown. Yeah. I mean that. I'm not even clowning. I'm fucking laughing for but what's your um? Uh, let me ask you, like, what's what you what's your spiritual like, like, like your 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 your, your, your affiliation spiritually, like, what you roll with as far as you got a religion that you that you rock with, or how you you know what I'm saying on your spiritual path, how you walk. I grew, you know what the truth is, man. I grew up in foster homes. I grew up I, in what? I grew up in foster foster homes, so I basically uh-huh. just like. They, you know, I just went to church and I did the thing, but I, 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 I turned, I, I don't believe in that. I, I turned away from the church actually, uh, like in my early twenties. You know, I just. Uh-huh. You got any children? No, he got the super mute, man. I, I, I want to know. I want to ask the brother. Uh, how did he find out about the show? No, actually, uh, I was on uh, talk show browser. I, I, I mean, I like the title. It was kind of catchy. You got any babies, bro? You got any children? Nah, I don't have any children. I forty no children. You got Queen B? You got you got a woman? I mean, I got a girlfriend, but I ain't what's her, what's her, I got an ex-wife. Yo, 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 I'm not supposed to have no ex-wife, though, so don't tell nobody. <laughs> nah, you cool, you cool, B. What's her ethnicity? Like, what you think about, like, uh, what's her ethnicity? I'm black and white. Oh, you mixed, I'm okay, biracial. I'm mixed. Yeah. Your wife, was she, was she, what was her nationality? What was her ethnicity? The ex-wife, I should say. Drum roll. <laughs> this ain't nothing personal, B. We just chopping it up. You know what I'm saying? I'm just getting That's why you want to know that. Just trying to get a little feel for it. That's fucked up, though. Nah, nah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Hey, <laughs> hey. Don't worry, we know he's trying to come back to the black. You already know what what color she was, man. She was white, man. Come on. White shit, no doubt, no doubt. You regret regret that? You regret that shit? Like, you feel like you should have stayed, you know what I'm saying, closer to the African side as opposed to the European side or what? Yeah, actually, uh, I didn't tell her, but I uh, had a uh, I had a revelation when in the middle of my marriage. Actually, I wanted to have a I wanted to I had cause I had mixed babies, and I just wanted to have 
I can assist this and then make sure you. Basically, I just wanted to have a pure baby. What you mean when you say pure? What you mean like with it, with a, with a straight black sister, with an African sister? I just felt like I was betraying, yeah, you know. Bam. Black, yeah. Oh, you said what? What was you saying, homie? Say that again, bro. What was you saying? What? No, nah, I was saying. saying I I hear the I hear the end of your statement. What was you saying? What was the last thing you said? You said basically you wanted to have a pure baby, and I said like so you was you you, you realized like damn if I'm, my baby might come out white if I don't get with a sister like finally with an African sister or a black sister my child might come out like let me let me ask you this how would you feel if you got with somebody right and you was basically like woke up in the middle of your marriage like yo <laughs> I need to preserve what is what what is the truth, you know? I need to preserve my own kind. I'm not even trying to be like playing, you know, this role like I'm yo. Seriously though? Y'all asking me all like this? No, nah, no, we can talk about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let me say this. Let me say this for your response. What? A king gotta make tough decisions. Oh, he can't call himself a king. Like power. We just, we just chopping it up, B. You know what I'm saying? It ain't like niggas got you on the, on the hot seat. Oh, no. Hold on, 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 listen, right? Man, when you came in, you came in, you asked the question, and you came in at a point where it was like, you know, the mannerism that you came in was sort of abrupt. So all of a sudden, all the lights, it's like, you know, if we was in the club right now, all the lights would be on you. Because like, you'd be the nigga dancing like Jerome and shit. And everybody be like, oh, shit, this nigga is over here. You know, he's doing the robot dancing. So you just came in doing the robot and shit in 2015. So we just want you know, ask a couple questions, man. And plus, you're giving us some good insight, world life. Um, some of the answers that you're giving right now are, are giving me some, um, you know, some revelation about a couple things. So, you know, no harm. Well, you know, he came in, to me, sounding apologetic for the criminal organization of the Nation of Islam. So already that's a problem for me. And I would like to know, on all seriousness, what is your position on integration? And I want to know what is your position on white people? Hold on, sis. Let, 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 me, answer, let me answer my question real fast. You, you said you was in the middle of the joint, and you felt like in your relationship with your wife, and then you felt like, damn, you wanted to preserve the pure part of your 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 your, your ethnicity. So what what do you mean by that? Like the African part, the European part. So, you, definitely. so like, huh? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Which the which, part. which the African side? My African so what? Side. Okay, so what what went down to the point where you was like, God damn, basically like, fuck, I'm doing with this little, you know, what I mean, with this with this, with this European and shit. Was that was that? The, I mean, how did how did you get to that to that juncture? Or oh, how how did you come to the point where you said, I ain't white, I'm black, I'm with a white woman? Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did she remind you of your of your mother or your father? Huh. Did you look like your mother's side or your father's side? That's what I want to know. Did you even? Because I know you said you was in foster homes too. So did you even know your parents 
Like you knew who they were? No, I did not know my mom and dad. No question. Actually, I was All taken right. away from my parents when I was three. Okay. So then you don't know which parent was African and which one wasn't? Actually, my dad was white. Okay. okay. What is your position on integration? I believe in I don't believe in integration necessarily. Unless you're talking about integrity. But I mean, if you if you if you if you're talking about like the com the whole like coming together, I definitely think we need to keep things I mean we can work together, we can we can be but we actually have to have cult we have to have cultural differences maintain we can't we I mean, we're gonna have to communicate but at the same time there has to be some there has to be some differences respected because if it's not then then basically we're gonna have the delusion the dissolution of basically every every ethnicity and i respect myself so i i, I want to see all of my brothers and sisters basically being preserved. I want to. I want to have basically. I want to propagate my race, my own race. No, no, no homie. But what you're for integration. You're for. You don't have a problem with integration. I'm not necessarily with it. Do you have a problem with it, or you don't? Are you are you an integrationalist? You live I can't in complain. Society. I can't complain about it, but I'm okay. definitely not with it. Can't complain about it and not with it. You know those negate each other. I'm sorry, I took logic. You, you have to forgive so, me. So you're saying you're indifferent. It don't matter which way. The, which means you're pro. You. You, you know what I'm saying? They cancel each other out. Hold up, Queen. Let me let me. Let me well, let before hear you me. go there, I just want to ask one more question. Have you studied any of our recent history? And I'm talking about chattel enslavement in this country. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.